0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Joker Dolphin Game Pod. I'm Mark, and as always, I'm joined by Matthew, hi, and Nathan. Hello, we're back. We are four weeks. We've abandoned our good people.
1: All four of you. I, I'm very sorry.
0: Yeah, we do apologise. Well, how was the holiday, Matt?
2: Very enjoyable. Really liked it. It's um really good. I had to twirl a lot mosquitoes and ants while well, over there but that's the tropical island for you
1: and how was the comic on nate it was fantastic yeah played lots of games watched lots of people playing games and um, saw some people from some series that i really enjoyed like the vampire diaries the originals um saw gaston um from who gaston who's that no, uh, totally not game related um, okay. Uh, from oh, what's that Disney um, one? The Beauty and the Beast.
0: Oh, so that's a good lady. Okay. Okay. I just twiddled my thumbs. Whilst yeah. you were off having exciting times.
1: I mean, Matt's really did look exciting. I've got to say, the the pictures of the beaches look fantastic. A massive mm-hmm. step up from Blackpool. I'm not going to
0: lie. <laughs> <laughs> oof, oof, I don't know about that. <laughs> Like, like, chilly wind coming off the shore. All right. Uh, okay, so this coming Thursday, the 8th, I believe it is, of December, is the Game Awards! Jeff Keighley's back, raising his head out of the pit again.
1: That's it, Jeff Keighley and friends.
0: Has, yeah. has it really been a year? It has gone quick this year, I think. For saying that, I think the past, like, three years have gone quick. <laughs> so, <laughs> True. Yeah. yeah. Um, as in usual fashion, we are doing our predictions. Shall we put we a are. wager? Are we going to put a wager on this? Yeah, go on then. I, d- I don't know what, but... Well, it's always <laughs> honour to and glory. That's, that's the only thing that glory. matters. Yeah, glory. That's it. That's what we will do. Um, okay, so we'll just run through what's been nominated first. So I guess we'll talk about the nominations, and then we'll make our predictions along the way. Does See, that sound yeah, good? good. Yes. 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 Okay. Shall we start off with uh, the bigger? What, best yeah, yeah, yeah. Most anticipated. Oh. Or shall we finish with the big one? Yeah, let, let's finish with it.
1: Let's build it up.
0: Okay. So we'll start with best game direction then. Okay. So we got Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, The Rise of the Inner West, Immortality, and Stray. Now I've gone for Elden Ring.
2: I went for God of War Ragnarok.
0: Yes, you did. <laughs> so what did you pick? And I went for not God of War of rock. I went for Stray. giving it a bit of love. Interesting. Interesting pick there. I'll say that I, I did love the art direction. Sorry, the game direction. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh And then we've got Best Narrative. So we've got A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West and Immortality. I have to say that's a strong field.
1: Mm. Definitely. What year it's been as well. It's so difficult
0: to, it has to pick out of these games. No. I'm sure. pushing for God of War Ragnarok.
1: I am also going for Ragnarok. Clean sweep, God of War Ragnarok.
0: we got best art direction. Uh, Elder Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Revised for Forbidden West, Scored and Stray. Uh, God of War Ragnarok again for me.
3: I'm going for Stray on this one.
0: Interesting. It, it, it does have. I, I do like the look of it. Yeah, it's a very pretty game. Definitely.
2: And that's why I went a little, a little bit different. I thought Ragnarok is just more of God of War. I'm not saying that like it's a bad looking game <laughs> or something, but like I don't know. They tend to go for something that's a bit more
1: arty.
3: Yeah. Cool. And I've also gone for
1: God of War Ragnarok.
0: All right, we've got best score and music. I'm going to butcher off of these names, but please bear with me. We've got Olivier de Riviere, a played requiem. Requiem, uh, Sukasa Saito, the Elder Ring, Bear McCreary for God of War Ragnarok, Two Feathers for Metal Hellsinger, and Yasunori Mitsuda for Xenoblade, or Xenoblade, Chronicles 3. Uh I've gone for Bear McCreary, God of War Ragnarok.
2: I went with Saito for Elden Ring.
1: Now I've gone for Dead uh, Macquarie as well. God of War,
3: Ragnarok.
0: Best audio design. I think this was one of the hardest ones to pick. I did struggle with this one. Mm. So we've got uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Grand Theft Auto 7 and Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, I've gone for Elden Ring but I t- I think it could go anywhere, <laughs> to be honest.
2: It could do, yeah. It's one of the more difficult ones I think um, which is why I'm going for Modern Warfare
1: 2 mm. mm. so yeah it's just like throw darts see what it lands on um, I went for Horizon Forbidden
0: West uh, we've got best performance got, uh, Ashley Birch from Horizon Forbidden West Charlotte McBurney I uh, played Tale Requiem Christopher Judge in God of War Ragnarok uh, Manon Gage in Immortality and Sonny Soljic from God of War Ragnarok I've gone for Sonny. So legit, from God of War, Ragnarok. I just thought it'd be someone from God of War, so I just went one of them. So I've gone with Sonny.
2: Fair enough, I went for the other one, Christopher Judge. And I have gone for... Sherlock. Sherlock?
1: Sherlock. <laughs> Sherlock. Sherlock. Uh Charlotte McBurney from uh, Playtale Requiem. I, I had to give that game some love in this entire thing, so...
0: Don't blame you. Don't blame you uh games for impact now i've I'm not played any of these so i don't I, I can't i don't know the only one i've heard of is a dustfall so that's what i'm gone with
2: all oh, right fair enough uh i threw a darn lens on a memoir blue
1: and i went for this name because it was the funniest <laughs> i was the teenage <laughs> exo-colonist
0: right which you right probably would it at that point yeah <laughs> Uh, best ongoing games, so basically the, the same games that crop up every year, I think. Don't they? Just about. Much. We've got uh, Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. Uh, I've gone for Final Fantasy 14.
1: I went for Genshin Impact. And I went for Mark's favourite game,
0: Fortnite. <laughs> Moving on. Best in day. Uh, Cult of the Lamb. Uh, neon white sifu stray and tunic i think this one that could be a i think this could go anywhere as well i've heard a lot of good things about these games yeah Uh, uh, but i've gone with stray
1: i also went with stray i've gone with stray but a bit of his thinking maybe sifu might nick it i I don't know
0: i I, I think call to the lamar tunic could
1: take
2: it i'm thinking more it could be tunic i keep on hearing good things about tunic
0: I know a lot of people are like into Court of the Lamb as well so I don't know. Mm. Difficult one for sure. Yeah. Similar thing with the next one. The best debut in deck.
2: Yes. Yeah. We've
0: got Neon White uh, Norco is that you pronounce that I don't know. Uh, Norco Stray Tunic and Vampire Survivors Uh I've, Again I've gone for Stray.
2: Yeah. Safe bet for me as well
0: just stuck
1: with Stray. Yeah.
0: Stray. Got this bear. out. Just accidentally closed the <laughs> it's
1: your favourite category next, Mark?
0: Uh, so then we move on to the best mobile game. <laughs> uh, Apex Legends Mobile, Diablo Immortal, Genshin Impact, Marvel Snap, and Tower of Fantasy. Uh, I've gone for Genshin Impact.
2: I was torn between Genshin Impact Marvel Snap, because, again, another one that I've heard like really good things about, but uh, safe bet is always to go with Genshin Impact.
1: And because I've heard Matt talk about this game before, I went for Genshin Impact.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one I know about. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's it, pretty much.
0: Question, why is Genshin Impact, in, uh, not Genshin Impact, why is Diablo Immortal in this?
2: Because Diablo Immortal is a mobile game.
0: Yes, but does it wor- Is it worthy of being nominated? With the hoo-ha about it. I know, ask Jeff Keeley. <laughs> well, maybe I will. He didn't ask me oh, anything. go on. He didn't ask me anything on Reddit the other day. I should have asked him. Why is oh this God. on it? I think he might have dodged
1: that one, to be honest. Yeah, probably.
0: Worse. Uh, best <laughs> community support. <laughs> Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy XIV, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV again, for me.
2: Same for me. The, the only reason why I've, for this year, I've not gone for No Man's Sky, I think, is because it is kind of slowing down. Um, in terms of, like, support and stuff. That's the only reason why I, I decided to, like, switch allegiances
3: <laughs> this time. You know what's yeah,
1: it's gonna win now, isn't it? I'm gonna be like, damn it! Yep, and I've also go, gone for Final Fantasy XIV. Uh,
0: Innovation and Accessibility. Astus Falls, God of War Ragnarok, Return to Monkey Island, uh, The Last of Us Part 1, and The Quarry. Uh, Last of Us Part 1 for me.
3: Yeah,
2: uh, same thing, purely on the accessibility features. I don't think any other game has, has done what is It has done for just being accessible to everyone, really. So,
1: Yeah, and I went for the same as well, because they did port a lot of what they'd done on the last of us part 2 over to this game. So, yeah, I don't see it being any other
0: one. Uh, Best VR AR game. After the fall, Among Us VR, Bone Lab, Moss Book 2, and Red Matter 2. Uh, Among Us VR, because I've not played any of them, so dunno. I've gone with the one that I've never sort of <laughs> even though I've never played Among Us. Yeah,
3: I've I've
2: I've gone for the same thing just just based on popularity.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, isn't it?
1: So I've gone on this purely because I saw a video of a little kid playing this. And um Where's <laughs> this going? So, right. Don't worry, it's not sinister. Well because he ends it is up, dying, kid. but anyway this this person tries to kind of befriend the kid within the, the game and he thinks oh, i've got a friend to help me do this but his friend is actually the killer the imposter so he ends up getting killed and on stream he's just like screaming like i trusted you and i thought that, that was absolutely hilarious <laughs> so. but that among, among us beyond, well, that's the one.
0: Think so. he'll never make that mistake again
1: that's it He's learned a valuable lesson. Exactly. A kid has trusted Don't know,
0: trust to anyone anyone. <laughs> uh, best action game. So, Bayonetta 3, and the drama surrounding that. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Neon White, Sifu, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Uh, I've gone for Bayonetta 3.
2: I went with Neon White.
1: And I had to give Sifu some love eventually, so I've gone for Sifu.
0: Uh, best Action Adventure. Uh, Playtale Requiem. God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden of West. Stray and Junic. Uh, God of War Raglock.
1: I went with Stray on this one. And I've gone for a Playtale Requiem.
0: That's an interesting choice, not With those big hitters, isn't it? There
2: in there. theres big hitters, but I mean Stray did get a lot of love.
3: It did. Uh, I, t- I so. find that
2: like, games that do end up being sort of game of the year. Don't always win its category either. Sometimes, mm. yeah. So sometimes they they like to give some more love to other games. Uh,
0: best role play. So, Elden Ring. Now, is it Live and Live or Live Alive? What is it? Live Alive? I think it? it's Live a Life. Live Alive. Right. We'll go with that. Okay. Uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Triangle Strategy, which I just think is one of the most bizarre names of any video game I've ever heard. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I've gone for Elden Ring.
2: Yep,
1: i of
0: Elden Ring as well.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm Elden Ring. It's got to
0: be. Yeah, I just can't see anything else winning that. I'd be stunned if they did. Well, uh, uh, Xenoblade's got a good chance, heard really good things about it, but. Well, that's you know. true, because that's not many to do with, yeah. Uh, best... I've lost where we got to. Best Fighting Game. So DNF Duel, uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, All-Star Battle R, uh, The King of Fighters, 15, Multiverses, and Sifu. I've gone for Multiverses. I went for DNF Duel.
1: And I've gone for Sifu.
0: More love for Sifu. <laughs> does not there been like, controversy about right? like should, should Sifu be in fighting?
1: But it's a fighting game. You punch and kick
0: people. Well, I don't know, but it it just seems to be a big deal, right?
1: Yeah.
2: I think it's... What's a beat-em-up What do you you
0: define... But what's... But but beat-em-up and fighting, I I, I think they're not too dissimilar. I can see... I think they're interchangeable. I think it's because fighting's
2: always been classed as, like... like Side-scrolling to 1v1. Yeah, sort of thing.
0: Hmm. Maybe I did. I just, you
2: know. Like, a Seafood, you're not actually find anyone else, are you? It's pretty much just single-player. But, I mean, they, they put it in there, so...
0: Well, it's got the votes to get in there, so gonna uh, argue with it. Yeah, and it's uh, got our votes, so that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. uh, best Family Game. So, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Lego Star Wars uh, The Skywalker Saga. Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Nintendo Switch Sports and Splatoon 3. I've gone for Mario and Rabbids.
2: I went for Kirby and the Forgotten Land,
1: and I've gone for Nintendo Switch bots purely because it allows me to rip my family to pieces at bowling.
2: <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't actually go for Kirby. You really, you really high you, on you,
0: that. You, oh guy. yeah,
1: I really loved it, but it's I love it for me, not for the interaction I can have with other people. So that's yeah. why I,
0: I fixed I that. Know. I think that could go anywhere though. I do think that's a makes back that one.
2: I think it's always been quite an open category, isn't it? Like what what does it
0: really well, define? The no it's like let's just give it to the Nintendo game that's in there. <laughs> but
2: <laughs> I think Crash won it once, didn't it? I
0: don't know. May well have. Uh Best Sim Strategy Dune Spice Wars, Mario Rabbit's Box of Hope, Total War, Warhammer three, uh two point campus. And Victoria three, yeah, I've again gone for Mario rabbits. I
2: oh, went
1: for Two Point Campus, and purely for the name, just because another Warhammer nerd had voted for this one. Total War <laughs> Warhammer three.
0: Still not played no. Two Point Campus.
1: No offense to anyone that likes Warhammer.
0: No, I've yeah, I'm he not, did I've
1: that. not
0: got it yet. We're <laughs> <laughs> saying that I've still got to play a really a lot of. Two point, hospital. two point hospital. Yeah, yeah. Need to <laughs> okay. yeah. get back on that. Does look good though. And they just released um like some space academy thing.
2: I think so. It's it was like his first expansion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Best sports racing. This one, I just think on so. the shop. I I don't know what on earth this could be. Uh, f 122 FIFA 23, NBA 2K23, Grand Turismo 7, or Oli only world. I've gone for F122, but I, I'm not sure about any of them, to be honest. I don't think anything, I don't think anything's a standard. No, not
2: really. Um, they, they tend to go to racing games, I find, the sports category. That's only purely why I went for Gran Turismo 7, even though yeah. I know they said it's downs when it came out. Well, well. thing, I
0: think all of them have had, like, controversies or issues. Yeah. Whether it's, like, monetization or predatory hatred and that kind of thing. Because uh... I don't should, think NBA... on
2: for Oli Oli World. i bad
0: things. <laughs> yeah, it, to be honest, second thought, I probably shouldn't have with that. But no, I'm going to stick with my guns and go away for Yeah,
1: Yeah. Like, in, in my mind, I thought to myself, I'm, I probably think NBA 2K23 is probably going to win it. But I voted for it last year. I'm going to vote for it this year. It's FIFA 23. Well, the
0: yeah. FIFA, just generally, I'll just vote for it until it wins. It's his last FIFA, yeah, it it. Win. <laughs> last win. It's like the uh, Martin oh, Scorsese Award. It's like you, you award it to the, the the film that wasn't his best film, but because of his previous work, we'll give it in that one. So maybe yeah. it's that one. Maybe we give it the FIFA. But
1: it's when it. uh, it's like when Leo won the Oscar.
0: It's yeah. like he it does. <laughs> let's just give it him. Come on, yeah. Pity Oscar. Yeah. Uh, best multiplayer. So you got Call of Duty, War- uh, got that wrong. Call of Duty: Modern Warfare 2, Multiverses, Overwatch 2, Splatoon 3, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. Uh, I've gone for what have I gone for? Splatoon 3. That's what I've gone for.
2: Hmm. I actually think that's a good choice. I was a bit split between either Evo- Overwatch 2 or Call of Duty, but I ended up just going Call of Duty. So
1: yeah. Oh, I won't be COD because it's not too much controversy, as far as I can see, and it's the fastest-selling
3: COD ever. So, tis
0: uh, best adaptation. This is a new category, I believe. Hmm. Uh, one that we, with all the adaptations we keep hearing about now, it's probably needed. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, so we've got Arcane, League of Legends, Cyberpunk, Edge Runners, the Cup HO. Uh, Something like the Hedgehog 2 and Uncharted. S- edge Edgerunners.
1: I was really surprised. I thought you'd have been torn between Cuphead and
0: Edge runners. Oh, Don't get me wrong, I love Cuphead. I think I think it's great, but I just think what Cuphead's I think I just, a
1: fun show. Edge Runners.
0: It was is... a wonderful Well, Edge Runners was just a, a wonderful series that I think. It's because of what it did more than just it, it encouraged a lot of people to go back to the game and reevaluate it and play it again and things like that. And something that can do that, I think it's just a bit, it's just lifted it a bit more.
1: Yeah, definitely. But
0: yeah, I did, I did, I do love the you. It's fantastic. But, I need yeah. to keep watching
1: that. Um, it's, it's out, it's going to be out physically for the Switch. So I'm definitely going to pick that up and give it a go because that's one thing I was waiting for t- for a physical release. But mm. from what you said about it, I can't wait to play it.
0: I mean, Sonic the Red Jug 2, you know that was that was a great shout. It could that could have easily have won. Yeah. I'm not quite sure why Uncharted's in there.
1: Yeah, that was that was a very standard film, weren't it? It's like a five out of ten.
0: It's like what only video game film has come out in the past year? Oh, apart from Sonic. <laughs> I don't
2: know, there's five. will was... give it I'll give it a solid six. It was definitely entertaining.
0: It was just Do you think it deserves to be nominated in this best adaptation though? Was it because it's just we've got to round up the numbers? I, I think it is.
2: Probably. I think it's just. Yeah. It. I think it did fine. I don't think it was bad adaptation. There.
0: Mm. Mm. Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg just running around places. That's all it was really. True. Uh, so yeah, we've all gone for that one. Yeah. Edwin is nice, not a chance. <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> Yes.
0: Uh, most anticipated game. So, we've got Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4, Starfield, and Legends of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Nah, I've got the Legend of Zelda.
2: I I wanted to pick that. I really wanted to pick that, but then the last few years, there's been between, like, even Elden Ring or Starfield. I thought I'd just just keep it going and be like, yeah, it'll be Starfield.
0: (laughs) One's out now. It'll be Starfield
2: again, yeah. Although, like, my personal choice would be Resident Evil 4, so... Of course it would. So, so
0: is Otten's yeah, choice, Optimus Resident Evil 4?
1: Yeah. yeah, no, she's very happy with it. Yep. It, in my heart of hearts, I wanted to go for Hogwarts Legacy, because I can't wait to become a dark wizard and absolutely mess stuff up in the <laughs> wizarding course. world. Of course. But then, when I whittled it down, it had to be The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, I think. So it's for one of the reasons was because Breath of the Wild came out so long ago, and everyone's just been so hyped over this game, and it's been delayed a couple of times. I think. Yeah. It's going to be fantastic, and it's going to be a must-buy for absolutely everyone that's got a Nintendo Switch.
0: Fair enough. And then we finish with the bigger game the big of the year. So, we've got A played Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok. Horizon for a bit of West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I've gone for Elden Ring.
2: This might actually be the first time that I've not played any of these games. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was a bit, it was a bit difficult, cause like, start of the year, all the hype was Elden Ring. End of the year, all the hype is Forgotten War Rag. Right? <laughs> hmm. And like, in the middle, I think Stray was probably the loudest out of the others that were in that list as well. So it was a bit of a difficult choice for me, but I think purely for how long everyone had been waiting for this one, uh, I have gone for Elden Ring.
1: Yeah. <sighs> this was been really difficult for me because i played four out of six of these games and I thoroughly enjoyed each of them. Mm. But purely because we've joked about this before, saying Stray for game of the year, for the mean, I've gone the straight. <laughs>
0: for <Bald, laughs> the means bald eyed Maya, your guts for this. If it wins I'll give you I'll buy you a car.
1: <laughs> Sweet.
0: Oh no, that's recorded Ooh. now, isn't it? Yeah, oh, no, that's, that's recorded it's now. <laughs> oh, oh, that's it. It. <laughs> Don't edit that out who oh,
1: no. the first half, please. Oh what have
0: I done. What have I done. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> but my reason for going for Elden Ring is that hasn't it been like once it voted like the most anticipated game for the past two years?
2: Well, that was it.
0: So it's like, uh, and it's, everyone says it's lived up to the hype, so. Pretty much. I guess it's gonna win, isn't it? We'll
2: see. I, I'll be shocked, I'll, I'll be shocked if it doesn't, but I also won't be surprised because I do think what we've had, looking at those six, it, it has
0: been like a strong year. Yeah. Do we think right. Stray should have been nominated? Yes. You think? As a,
2: as I, I, gen- I generally think as, as a best game, it, it should be on that list. Okay. Looking at like all the reviews, uh, all the positive things that people have said. Like, the one game that I would say that I'm a bit unsure on why it's there is actually Horizon.
0: Horizon. Horizon? No, Horizon should be there. Really? That's I surprising. Don't
2: know. I don't know, like, i like I was looking forward to it. I've I've still not picked it up as of yet, but I feel like it's the one game where as soon as it came out,
0: people just stopped talking about it. No, it's because Elden Ring came out right, It <laughs> came back right corner, didn't it?
2: Well, yeah, I suppose so. I think I think a lot of the, the hype for it did get stolen by Elden Ring,
0: but I don't know. I look at it and I'm like, Nah, it was just it was a great game. I I I, I can't disagree with that being in it.
2: Fair enough. i mean you have played it so i can't i can't say much on it but
1: i think probably one of the things that in your mind might go against horizon is it's a 20 twenty five hour game and then once you've completed that's it whereas elden ring you can put hundreds of hours into so it's got that longevity mm. no I, would, I wouldn't about it
2: i wouldn't put that against it because then you would you would argue strays like what
0: joy sure, not something about
2: that's four like
0: to that's six like hours? few hours. You can finish it in under two hours. Well, that's it. That's one of the trophies. So,
2: but it's, you know, the quality in those four to six hours is like, yeah. obviously, yeah, evidence to yeah, see. Yeah. Like, I'd rather play uh, something like that for four to six hours than something that will take about 20 and I'm just like, now I'm just slogging through it and
0: I'm forcing myself this is the thing a game like Stray is good because we're, we're consistently being thrown these massive games yeah. which take forever yeah. to complete and then you've got this relatively short sharp but brilliant experience and we just want more of them yeah.
1: yes and that's why it's going to be game of the year
0: and that's yeah. why yeah. I might, I might switch really my allegiance <laughs> Stray you've, you've convinced me but uh, yes so that's 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 uh, that's the game awards so we we'll see how that goes along. Uh, as I say, it's Thursday night. It's gonna be something similar, like 1am, isn't it, for us? Why, why can't they just put it it's on a Friday or a Saturday?
3: Long,
2: you know. Put it
0: on the weekend, Jeff. What are you doing to us?
2: Uh, all sorts of surprise
0: announcements and stuff. Well, that's the thing. It gets to the point. It, it's gonna be more about the announcements, isn't it? Do any predictions about what, what, what's gonna be announced?
2: Uh ooh. Well, I've already heard rumors that they're they're going up to to properly show off um Jedi Survivor.
0: Hmm. Yeah, and there'd be some sort of advertising of that mm. before.
2: They we've had like a teaser, but we've yeah. not had like a like a, I, I would say like a proper first trailer. There's like we we yeah. always get teasers first and then the real first trailer comes out eventually. So I reckon we'll get that. Um I'm no doubt
0: there's going to be some sort of Kojima-isms. This could, yeah, I'm, I'll put money, on, in fact, no, I need to stop betting. <laughs> <laughs> I might already lose one. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's got to show up based on, you know, the leaks and all that that's happened recently. I think it's about time someone gets shown off I I don't And if think anybody's going to show it off, it's going it. to be Jeff in it.
2: Hmm? No, sorry, he he showed up at the first one, didn't he, to pick up his award? Uh, He got an award, didn't he, at the first one?
0: Probably. It's just like, here's an award for being my best time.
2: It was like, just after he left. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Konami. But he's he's not been since, so now it's like, now this is like the perfect time. We've already seen some new logos appear for your
0: potential games or his new game so do you think he might be showing Overdose or whatever that's going to be or Death Stranded 2 hopefully hopefully we'll
2: see something from him I'd I'd like to what do you think both I don't think both I think definitely Overdose
0: yeah I think Overdose is more likely we're already
2: getting like posters for him so I'd be very surprised if Death Stranded 2 suddenly shows up
0: yeah I, I don't think that I think Overdose is more likely
1: yeah it just—it seems a bit too soon
0: after the director's cut to see something about that. What
2: they're mm. mm. Yeah. What else? What normally. We get a shop.
0: I heard talks that um, some people seem to be thinking maybe an Elder Ring DLC.
2: I can certainly see it. They've—they've made DLC for the Dark Souls games before, so I don't know if they did one for Bloodborne. That's the one I'm not sure about, but. But how big Elden Ring was, I'd be surprised if there wasn't DLC.
0: Is there anything you want to see? Just that maybe it's completely out out there. I,
1: I want wanna to see. See, I wanna see Spider-Man 2 stuff.
0: Oh yeah, there's, yeah, there's, um, didn't the voice actor for Venom, like, sort of tease something might be around the corner? That'd
1: be cool. It? But it
0: might, it might not be at Game Awards at the plan. But yeah, I, 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 I forgot that was coming out this year. It's, it's got yeah, under the radar, hasn't it?
1: Because off the back of that, they had that uh, Wolverine game, didn't they?
0: As oh, well.
2: yeah. Yeah, Although I think i I want to see a little bit more on Wolverine. I want to know what like, what what they can do with Wolverine. Is it going to be open world? Is it linear? Um, I don't like, know. What would, what would an open world Wolverine
0: game look like? Would it be on a bike?
1: Oh, there's <laughs> got to be a bike. It's always
2: a bike.
0: Oh, yeah, but, but that suggests to me open world. Maybe they but just I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> like sort of day's Gone-ish.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'd wanna see something new other than Should I Survive, I wanna see something new with Star Wars, I think. Battlefront three. I'd I'd, <laughs> I'd be open. Yeah, I'd be open for it if they if
0: they surprise anyone with an actual new Battlefront. Say so, that I've got I don't know about Battlefront 2, it's like I bought it pretty much on launch played it a bit, and then obviously there was a the big hoo-ha about loot boxes, etc., etc. Lack yeah. of content, blah bloody, blah, blah blah And I just never played it again. But now apparently it's a great game. It's just I've still is... gone back on it. I'll
2: say it's is now. It is, it is a very good game. Oh, absolutely. go
0: back We're...
1: on it. Have you got it? Nice. Did they not put it on PS Plus? I can't. I'm, I didn't I'm sure, it, 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 I'm sure through... I had it, and then it came on PS Plus, so I downloaded it, and then I sold my physical copy. Pretty
2: sure that happened. Have a look. We'll have to jump on it at one point.
0: Mm, definitely. Like, well, like like we always say, but we will. I think. <laughs> I think. I think we definitely should play another thing.
2: I think I would like to see something
0: new with Spyro. Spyro. Any reason you say that? Because the. So does Austin.
2: <laughs> yeah, keeps <right>, <laughs> on coming out every now and then. Um. 'Cause the uh reignite trilogy, I think not to use Reignited the, pun, the
1: franchise.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say it sparked the fires uh of Spyro again. I think it's it's time for like, you know, Crash got a new game, so why not Spiro? Yeah. So I'd like to see that. Um Give give me uh for a wild bet, give me Fallout New Vegas too. Ooh. Hmm. Tell, tell me Obsidian is working on it and I'm already throwing money straight at the screen. <laughs> Give me that, please. Anything from you guys?
1: Um, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to think myself, now I think. I'm happy with the roadmap as it is, in terms of games.
2: Happy. Yeah. Think-
1: yeah, uh, mum. My- backlog's still full, so. That's what I'm thinking, like, please don't announce any more goodness.
2: <laughs> well, I say, like, as soon as we go into, like, into the new year, February is absolutely stacked. Well,
1: I've got to, I've got to get Skull and Violet. I've got them to get through. Well, one of them, at least.
2: Yeah, there's those. I remember those. Who's i what got happens? a oh, what? Oh, sorry, book? go on,
0: Matt. I was just gonna say, there's one thing I would like to see, and that's uh, just, I'd like to, well, actually there were two things I've just thought. Two things actually. One is just, um, I'd like to see this Quantic Dream Star Wars game. See how that plays. Mm. Out. Yeah, I'd like to see more what of it. What that's like. like. What kind of game is that? Because we know what Quantic Dreams games are usually like. You know, these story-driven, pick your own destiny games, really, isn't it? Yeah. But um. Yeah, if, if they're gonna be something completely different, is it gonna be similar sort of format? Curious about that one. It's just not what I'd normally expect from them. But, yeah. who knows? Who knows? Sorry, what were you saying?
2: Sorry, I've just thought of number one in my head, but I'll let you finish
0: yours. Uh, the other one I was gonna say, um, I would like to see the, uh, something, because I keep asking I want to see this, and then they never show it ever. And that's uh, the Indiana Jones game. That machine. Yeah. I, I forgot about that
2: one. Yeah. Have so, you have you seen the new trailer for the film? I have. Looks alright. That's good. Looks. I'm I'm already impressed more by it than the Crystal Skull. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not quite sure about the title. Indiana Jones and oh, the Dial of Destiny. <laughs>
2: but. Looks like as long as it's a decent film, as I as won't mind. So. But,
0: but no, that, that's, I love Indiana Jones. Look forward to that film, and I'm going to imagine the game is probably going to be. Around that time. Yeah. So, to latch onto that.
2: I, I did like um I did like the bit towards the end where he's like going wild with his whip and then everyone pulls out a pistol. It was like a yeah. callback to the yeah. third film, wasn't it? It was like, oh, right, well.
0: <laughs> uh, what was the one you were thinking of?
2: The the one that just came to my head. Um Never Realms, it's been a while. Um, what is that? I don't know what that is. Never Realms, the, the ones who make, um, Mortal Kombat. Oh, of course. Yeah. The, the rumor that came about a while ago of a supposed Marvel vs. DC.
0: Yep. Marvel vs. DC. DC.
1: Yep. What is going on? What? <laughs> it's like you said Marvel vs. DC. She's yeah. off.
0: <laughs> is, it, is it Marvel or DC? <laughs> I
1: think that may yeah,
0: sound more see. like Marvel.
1: So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: yeah, they're Marvel vs DC finding him.
0: Is that just completely a rumor? How long has that been rumbling on for? I
2: think it's, I think it's been a
0: while because it was what? When did last was it was it the last Mortal combat there the last game?
2: Yeah, so Mortal Combat Eleven was the last one. I when did don't come? think there was no rumors about an Injustice Three. As of yet, it sounds like maybe Mortal Kombat 12 could be the next game, but the, there was somewhere around in between. About they they've done some sort of deal with Marvel to be able to do like a Marvel and DC. That'd be good. That'd be really good. I think that would be excellent because I think I think Capcom might have lost the rights because of how poorly the last Marvel vs. Capcom game did. I'm not sure. I. Uh, I can't confirm on on any of this, but that's just what I think I've read. So...
1: Well, it came out in April 2019, so it's possible. It's been a good bit of time. Yeah. Mortal Kombat 11, that is.
2: Has been a while. I think it was last year they released the Aftermath expansion to it as well. So I think they they are done with it. There's no more DLC for 11, so... Something new that
0: will be cool. So well, there you go. Game awards. Look forward to that on Thursday. And on the next episode, we'll see who the winner was. Yes. Don't think it's going to be me, somehow. And we'll see if I need to buy Nathan a car. <laughs> Let's yep. get saving up. I've <laughs> been looking at a new smart car. So. Yeah. it's <laughs> yeah, smart,
1: heart. No, Ferrari.
0: Don't give I've some, ideas. I've got
1: to be realistic, Matt. <laughs> You got realistic with Mark's budget. Sixteen
2: wheeler. <laughs> oh, you can get that um that trike car that you
0: wanted, you can get coloured.
3: Oh yeah. Perfect. A little tight car.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh anyway, moving swiftly. Shall we shall we talk about some other news? There's been bits of Bob's going on. Yeah.
2: Yeah, let's move
0: on. Well, speaking of, as you were talking about um D C and all that, uh, James Gunn, filmmaker, has come out and said Um Somebody asked him about uh, connections between because he's become like the co-CEO of DC Studios now hasn't he? yeah Is he's
3: James
2: the gone? Kevin Pye yeah. of DC now yeah
0: so um it's, it's said that DC plans to publish games that will connect to the DCU so the games and the films will intertwine what's your thoughts on that
3: uh, well that I says don't everything like if I,
2: uh, <laughs> I don't know if I like that idea you're not? Why, why, why so? Because I think, I think Marvel's done the safe option of like, the games have never connected back up to the films. The films are essentially, the film, well, the films and now the Disney Plus shows are yeah. all one thing. I don't know how you'd make games to, uh, I, st- it all depends on, on how they they go about it and stuff. Like, what what do they? How do they want the games to be connected up to the DCU? And are we? Because at the moment, the DCU is is pretty fractured. Kind of after Justice League, it was kind of like Justice League happens. It got the, it yeah, got the it reaction. Happened. They <laughs> did, yeah. It happened, and then everything that that's kind of come out since is like not referenced back to it at all. Yeah. Um, and they've kind of slowed down on the, the project that they had going because they were like, Oh, now we're going to have this film, this film come out afterwards. And they would, and, and now it's just like, ah, oh, actually we need to space things out. And then you got stuff like actors being silly nonsense <laughs> around the world and jeopardizing the future of the, uh, project as well. So. But they did get they did steal back Henry Cabal, so I'm I'm good on that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Henry
2: Cabal, sorry. Henry Cavill. Sorry. <laughs> Henry Cavill. On, Henry.
1: Uh, the
0: problem right. the problem I have is that it's gonna somewhat limit creativity, isn't it? It's just you're gonna have to try and fit the canon into games and then how does that work in terms of things like gameplay compared to
3: Wells?
0: Yeah, like, so
2: DC's had um more trouble adapting their characters to video games. Like Batman aside, because Batman's like obviously brilliant with yeah. the games that he's been in. The one big sore point has always been Superman. Like how do you make Superman fun? Yeah. How do you make him interesting? And also not indestructible. <laughs> Cause like I remember the the Superman Returns game where it was like the health
1: bar was Metropolis, not Superman. <laughs> So. That's an interesting way of doing it, though. But I guess what they could do in a Superman game is, obviously they could use kryptonite and then kind of like knock him out and that would be kind of the, in air quotes, him dying. And they have to sort something again.
0: Sorry, but but not every. I was just going to say, when you say kryptonite, I thought, oh, is that a currency? <laughs> <laughs> Crypto <laughs>
1: coin.
0: That's the new age Superman what? that's coming oh, and that. telling you. <laughs> Financial crash for Superman.
1: Now that happened back in the N sixty four days. Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it, when you've got someone that's supposed to be indestructible and practically immortal? <laughs> how do you how do you give it stakes?
2: But also, do you know, when you start introducing heroes we've not seen, how do they transition into if we do end up seeing them, you know, on the big screen or on T V projects that they start making to connect more with the DCU, you know, because the DCU doesn't have its own green arrow yet. It doesn't have its own, you know, number of characters that I suppose we're just waiting to see maybe. Or I don't know. It's, I I think it's going to be tricky. I I hope he does find a way of getting a good balance because there's, there's potential for really good games. Obviously having a justice league game would be cool. Um, Teen Titans or just Titans as well. That could be something to explore. There's loads of possibilities, but at the moment, I'm cautious about
0: connecting everything. Yeah, I think it's just a bit ambitious. I just think they should be kept apart. I do. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I just, I, I just don't think it makes much sense to me. I think it's just too. I, I think it's gonna be a real hard slog to make it work. Yeah, as a complete entity. Well, that's it? Because what about if one part fails? What about if the films end up being rubbish or the games end up being rubbish? And then what? <laughs> Do you have to rebuild it all again? <laughs>
2: well, well, they're it. they're already yeah. trying that at the moment. So
0: put all their eggs in one basket, I think. But I buy the ambition, but I I don't see it working great.
2: I think I actually think the first game that they'll try this on will be Suicide Squad.
0: But the thing is, of the DC films, isn't that one of the, like, actually the Reds, the really successful ones?
2: It well, is. The, that, the latest. Which is why I
0: think... Not the first one.
2: No, <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, I think that that's, that's the way they'll go because of it's James Gunn. But they can make like a sequel to it through the games sort of thing.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But it just depends if, do the characters in that game match what's in the film i don't know interesting interesting
3: mm.
0: but we'll see how that goes
1: anything else yeah so over the last month or well, last month um we got the release of pokemon scarlet and violet but not without controversy
0: i've vaguely heard about controversy over this please explain mm. what is what's 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 the crack the crack yeah what's the crack <laughs>
1: um uh, so it's graphically it's not the best quality um performance issues frame rate issues it's really ruining the game for players
0: oh which nothing is, major though
1: no 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 just 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 just, <laughs> no. just <the> usual <laughs> game breaking books okay. um I, I saw a video someone played it once and they actually start falling through the map continuously that okay. was fun to see so yeah it's as pokemon fans and people that play the game, it's not something that we're accustomed to, I'd say. (laughs) Because normally we get a nice polished game that for the whole is it looks well it's always pretty much a generation behind graphically, but that's fine. We've we've come to understand that. And but with this one, I I don't know whether they tried to push the envelope a bit too far with the different branching narratives that the games try to do and has that caused these problems that they try to be a bit too ambitious. But basically that's resulted in the game not being released in a very good state. And recently they did do an update that fixed a music issue and some of the smaller bugs. Um, but during the update, if you look at the, the notes, then Nintendo did actually issue an apology on there. So it read, we are aware that players may encounter issues that affect the games well, the game's performance. Our goal is always to give players a positive experience with our games, and we apologise for the inconvenience. We take the feedback from players seriously and are working on improvements to the game. So it's good to see that they've acknowledged it and that they are working on something that's going to fix all these problems. Hmm. But as of yet, there's no time to as to when that's going to be fixed. So we'll stay. We'll have to wait on that one. But this has made me happy that I've not gone out and paid full price for these yet because of these issues, because I've been waiting a long time for this and I'm excited about everything that they are doing with the games. And I don't want it to be solid. Um I can connect this to a bit like how you guys felt with probably cyberpunk, especially you, Mark, you didn't want to play it in it's in the state that it was in because you didn't want it to ruin it for you because you'd been waiting for it. Yeah. So I can understand that probably a, A few gamers feel the same way and they've probably held off on buying it, so. Yeah, we'll, we'll see when the patch comes out and if it fixes everything, then great. If not. Mm. Yeah. But it's, it's worrying because if a game like Pokemon can come out like this, what, what's it gonna, what are we gonna do for the next Zelda game? Is that gonna be the same? Or the next Mario game or whatever? Is it just starting to creep into Nintendo now? As we've seen on PlayStation, Xbox, with games not coming out ready, day one patches and issues. Um, I, I don't think I would worry
2: when it comes to Nintendo's core IPs. I think, I think with Pokemon, and I'm saying that I'm almost treating Pokemon as like a separate, but Nintendo don't really. Run the Pokemon stuff. That's that's with the Pokemon company. And I think this is now going to get to to the issue where Mm -hmm. the scheduling that the Pokemon company always have, where if there's a new generation, then there's an X amount of time to make a game in. There's X amount of time for advertisements, uh, toys, cards, all this kind of stuff. They they run on a very very tight schedule, Um, and this might be the sort of the first sort of title where it's like maybe the ambition can't match with the schedule, and they might start really looking at you know if they if the developers need the extra time to polish a game like. Obviously, we've seen with Scarlet and Violet, the, the amount of bugs and glitches that have come out. They, I think they need to start affording that time to the development team.
1: Yeah. Well, well, one thing that's happened throughout the generations, we've always had two games that come out side by side. Do you think they might look to maybe consolidate that or do you think they'll just keep that model?
2: <sighs> no, that model makes them way too much money. Oh, no,
1: because I'll buy both games anyway, and I'm sure you will at some point as well, Matt. So. The thing is, with, with the two games,
2: I don't think that adds any real strength, because, I mean, what, what's really a difference? Like, the, the only real difference has been is it have been, like, colour differences from, like, the Game Boy games. Obviously, select Pokemon are in one game
1: and then they are in another game. Well, you have different... Well, historically, you've had, like, different teams... Um, in terms of who you'd be battling against, and other other changes as well. I, I know. Also,
2: I don't think I don't think it adds too much to it. I think it really is now now that Pokemon's on a console generation and not a handheld one. Like there's there's a lot more ambition that they want to add to it. But I think also as well maybe hardware isn't matching up to what they really want to add to that game. Because it's like it's the biggest Pokemon game outside of what Legend Arcus is, and we saw—I don't want to say Legend Arcus struggled on Switch, but there was definitely certain sacrifices that were made to, you know, graphics, draw distance for Pokemon, um, and that kind of stuff. So I imagine it's it's the same for this one as well. There's, There's there's been quite, you know, I think. I've heard graphically it is a slight improvement on Arceus, but that's not saying too much. Yeah,
1: but to that, be honest, like graphically, I thought Arceus were fine. Like,
3: I yeah, I had I, some problems
1: with it.
2: Um, but, I don't know, it makes, it makes you wonder, like, is, oh, oh, well, will there be potentially some sort of Switch Pro in the future that, that needs, these games kind of need yeah. to be able to, so much
1: well. Yeah, yeah. because I've seen a few people uh, port Pokemon Scarlet or Violet onto the PC, and it's run fine, 60 frames, smooth, with minimal issues. Mm. So I think you might have got a point there. Is it could be just the Switch's hardware that can't really handle it. But we've touched on it previously, haven't we, with all these cloud-based games that have been ported to Switch that yeah, can't we have. handle natively, that mm. maybe they need to look and give us that next... Generation
2: hardware. Maybe, maybe. On time we'll tell.
1: Give me that 12 inch 6, six Pro. <laughs> 12 Big inch Pro. S- Switch Pro. Big Daddy Switch. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Big Daddy Switch. That's what we'll see, we'll see. I, th- I think obviously. I the hope next... that's why it's <laughs> <laughs> Big Daddy Switch. Um, we'll, we'll see how much the Switch will struggle with the next Zelda game. I would be interested how how well that game will run. I imagine it would be thirty frames per second.
3: Yeah,
2: but I, if they if they get sixty frames, and it looks just as good as the first Zelda game. I'll I'll be impressed, and then there'll be questions from at the Game Freak, like you know, how well can they optimize their games and stuff.
1: Yeah, but they have had more time, haven't they? Um, well, for the Zelda title, because we've had for six years well,
2: now since yeah. the world came out well that's what we're saying about scheduling like the Game Freak are under a lot of pressure to get these games out pretty much year after year so a lot I think a lot of pushback needs to go on the Pokemon company to be like look you need to give these developers real time to make the games that they want otherwise you know this is what we're going to get stuff like this but you know yeah. The Pokemon train keeps on pumping out money all the time, so I can't see it stopping soon. I actually think well, it, it, there's the um, stats came out in this game. I think it's the best-selling or the fastest-selling Pokemon game as well.
1: Really? Wow. Th- that's surprising. I didn't know that.
2: I believe so. Let will really pause while I try and confirm.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. Already sold a combined 10 million copies. Well, yeah. in three days, and that was six days ago.
2: Yeah. So, just like the Call of Duty trend, I suppose, is <laughs> slowing down.
0: Any other news? Hmm. Should we talk about the cost of living crisis? Do we have to? Very what cost is- of living <laughs> crisis? It's a myth. But, we talk about energy consumption for consoles. Okay. Now it's actually quite important when you think about it uh prices are rising everything so what you're using for your console is probably quite important how much you're spending on it so um EuroGamer did a collaboration with digital foundry to discover um what the energy consumption and prices are is of consoles in various states um so this is so the energy prices here so the Electricity price. is calculated cost is in 34 pence per kilowatt an hour, because that's the current cap for a unit of electricity in the UK. Now, note these are all like the launch models of the consoles. There have been like you know like the OLED model of the Switch, which apparently is better performing, but these are all the base models. Mm. And I just found it quite interesting to see what what is being used with your, with your consoles as you're using them or not using them even. So this is a cost per hour, and when your play when your console is off, you're using 0.1 watt uh, for PlayStation 5, 0.2 watt in Xbox Series X, 0.2 in a Series S, and between 0.1 and 3.5 watts when it's charging a switch. Now this is calculated in depends. So the cheapest console to have off is the PlayStation 5. Which is 0.005 of a pence per hour. Whereas the Xbox Series X is a 0.01 of a pence. Which is the same as the other two. Now this is the interesting one. When it comes to rest mode. So when your console is in rest mode per hour. A PlayStation 5 will use 3.3 watts. Which is equivalent to 0.12 of a pence. The Series X is a 7.4 watts in rest mode, which is 0.25 for a pence. The Series S is even worse, at 7.6% uh, sorry, 7.6 watts, which is 0.6 pence. Wow. And, then, and then you've got the Switch, which is 3.5 watts at 0.12 pence. But this is interesting because it breaks it down to how much this would cost you in a year if you kept it on rest mode. Rest mode, okay. So for a PlayStation 5, keep it on rest mode for the entire year, that would cost you nine pounds and eighty three for a That's year. That's not bad though. Rest mode. For a Nintendo Switch, it would cost you ten pound and four pence for a year.
1: Right, can we pause this? That's on Go downstairs, because I've got two switches
3: hooked <laughs> up right
0: now. <laughs> but wait until you hear the Xbox one. Oh, if no. you keep if you keep uh an Xbox Series X in rest mode for a year it would be twenty-two pound and four pence. And if you keep a series if you keep a series S on, it would be twenty-two pound and sixpence. So switch them off. <laughs> Save yourself some money, people. Switch them off. Wow. But, then, but then we get to um rest mode where it's doing a background download. So something's been downloaded on rest mode. Okay. So PlayStation 5. We'll jump up to forty four point three watts of usage. Which is one pound fifty one an hour. Bloody heck.
1: Wow. I'm having heart palpitations. Just stop it, Mark, stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. What's next?
0: Uh well actually no it's not. No it's not. No, it's not. Sorry, I think I've got that wrong. I think it's like one point five one of a pence, something like that. It's it's funny fractions. But um uh A Series X will be 28.7 watts, which is 0.98 for pence. Uh, a Series S, 21.7 watts, which is 0.74 a pence. And then the Switch is 5.9W, which is 0.20 per pence. So the most expensive one to have in rest mode and downloading would be the PS5. So if it's just rest mode, you don't want your, oh. you don't want your Xbox on. If it's downloading something, you don't want your PS5 to be on it. So well, yeah, you screwed either way, really. <laughs> uh, what, I wonder if, why it jumps so much for PS Five. But if you're on the main menu, like idling, so the PlayStation will take up fifty-seven point four watts, or forty-seven watts after ten minutes, because I think it might go into like sleep or yeah, yeah, best thing. Uh, that's one point nine five of a pence. Uh, the Series X is forty-one point eight watts. Which will go down to 1.42 of a pence. The Series S, 28.3 watts is 0.96 of a pence. And then Nintendo Switch is 7.8 watts, which is 0.27 of a pence. So again, the PS5 is still the most expensive. There. But then we get to Netflix streaming. So if you've got your console and you're streaming Netflix on it, this is the usage. 80 watts for PS5. Which is 2.72 of a pence. I don't understand these fractions, to be honest. Um, but the Xbox Series X is only 44.8 watts. That's 4. 1.5, uh, sorry, that's 1.52 of a pence. So if you're gonna do an X, uh, Netflix, the Xbox is your you're way on to go. Yeah. Save yourself a bit of money there. Uh, Series S is just slightly under 44.5 watts, 1.51 of a pence, and then you can't get it on a Switch, so that's not applicable. Now they've randomly uh decided to, it's like what's the wattage of using of playing overwatch 2 <laughs> decided to use that game yep so for PlayStation 5 is 190 to 220 watts which is 7.3 one of a pence uh xbox series x is 150 to 7 uh, no not 700 150 to 170 watts which is 5.6 uh of a pence uh then xbox series s 65 to 77 watts which is 2.5 one of a pence and nintendo switch 12 to 19 watts is 0.57 so Switch is the way to go there that's not using much wattage at all compared to those other ones and then finally the last one is Cyberpunk 2077 in performance mode on a Playstation 5 it's 215 to 230 watts which is 7.54 of pence Series X only 170 to 190 watts Six point one two pence, and then finally the series S is eighty to eighty-four watts, which is two point seven eight of a pence, and you can't get it on the switch. So it's just not applicable. So generally, it seems like, apart from being in rest mode, Xbox is the best way to go. That's the most energy-saving console.
2: Then we have to trade them a PS5. <laughs> no,
0: I'm saying that like, if you just you just switch it off there.
2: That's just, fine, just,
0: yeah. just never play your consoles. That's that's what we've got. That's what we've got led to. Yeah, me. just
2: never play basically, your basically console, the don't. point with don't play games.
0: Yeah, yeah, don't games overrated. If you want to save money,
1: <laughs> don't play. Right, Mark, you're gonna to have to form me the article because I've got I two. Would. I've <laughs> got two Switches. My PS Five. and my Series X set up on my is telly.
0: The, is this the original uh, Switch? Or well, one OLED? Switch
1: and an OLED.
0: About, I think I remember reading that the OLED is half. Better in terms of energy consumption. Oh, that's good. But I've only got this main stuff, the originals. But no, there you go. So save yourself some power, folks, and some money. This is only going to get more expensive.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's (laughs) good to know though, because now what I'm going to do is get a smart plug and just get it to switch itself off every night.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I didn't realise how the rest mode for Xbox worked. It's like apparently it 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 just, it just apparently just switches itself on at like once a day to check. You know when you switch it off when you have off mode. Yeah. Or is it energy saving? That's the way it's called now, isn't it? But, it apparently it turns itself on like once a day to check for updates. And then that's it, it switches itself off. I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's,
1: that's really good. So that's probably why is, I rarely yeah. get updates on that console
0: that I can see. Sweet. It never seems to have as many updates as PlayStation, I've noticed. Wouldn't yeah. there you go. Anything else?
1: Well, we've had a few trailers over the last few weeks, haven't we?
0: Hmm. We have.
1: The trailer for Dante. Yep.
0: Yeah, they'll be on the adaptations predictions next year, no doubt, probably.
1: Yeah, d- definitely. <laughs> Which one shall we get into first? Um, Mario. Sure. Well, yeah. Yeah. Why well not? So. Recently, we got the second trailer for the new Mario film that's going to be coming out next year. Mm -hmm. Got to see more of it. I'm, I'm more excited now than ever. I thought it was hilarious. So the way it starts is it opens up with Mario walking into a coliseum. And who is he greeted by? Our big friend, Donkey Kong. Who proceeds to absolutely kick the crap out of Mario, which is absolutely hilarious. Love that bit. And then Toad is there, lo- loving life, he's loving it. And uh yeah. Then we go on from there into the mayhem. But as we as we go through, I don't think they could have got any more Mario franchises fit in to fit into that um trailer. Because we had Mario Kart, we had Luigi, he showed his face. Um we had Yoshi. Tons of stuff going on. Oh, peach as well. Yeah, quite a bit of peach. So. Yeah. Feisty lady taking matters into her own hands. We got to see the power-ups as well. So, is it a flower, the white thing? It's a flower, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's the fire flower. Yeah, that's
1: it. After yeah. the punching thing, I always needed to that's check what Mario... We,
0: have we still re-evaluated uh, Chris Pat's voice yet? What, what, what do we... Any difference of opinion? I'm
1: getting used to it now. I think. I I think it was less
2: jarring this one, but I think that's just because he had he had I kind of been more was, to say.
0: I thought it was more jarring. really? <laughs> it was more. The, jarring. the reason I say that is because we actually heard Luigi talk, and he sounds more Luigi. Better, and when you and when you have them both, you hear them side by side. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's Chris Pratt. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't just, know. Just forget his Star Lord for a second. I know, I'm, I'm sure when I see the film, after 10 minutes, I'll be like, yeah, I don't care. His voice, this you know, just will be it. But. Yeah. When you see it like that in the trailer, it's like, "No, oh, yeah. If they could do it for that, for that character, why couldn't they just do that for it, that character? Just. Yeah. No. Dunno. Hollywood.
2: Well, it's, it's gonna sell, isn't it? So, it's, it's not like. Yeah. It's not like it's gonna matter too much in the voice. I don't know. I, He's starting to be a bit more okay. I mean, he did, he did try his attempt at Yahoo, so. Yeah. He did. Uh, <laughs> and I think, I think he also had a Let's Go as well at the start, wasn't <laughs> it? And it
1: wasn't just Let's Go.
2: Uh, no, he, he did add he, he did have the A into it, didn't he? So it was like Let's Go. but. Chaplex! Continuing to kill it for me. Yeah, with Bowser.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying him. it.
2: I'm liking him. I do, I do like that. Um, Peach is fine. I think Peach is good.
0: Who's uh, Peach? Who's, who's playing Peach? Is it someone we know? I've, I've forgotten who Peach is. I'm on it. <laughs> yep.
2: Um, I'm still liking Toad. Toad's good. Oh, really like Toad.
0: and your Taylor Joy is in it. Oh, yes. From, from um, Queen's Gambit and all that.
1: Yeah. I was just going to say that chest thing from. Yeah, that chest (laughs) chest thing.
2: (laughs) No, she sounds good. Uh, Todd's still good. Um, First time we're hearing Luigi, he's. I think he's fine.
0: I quite liked him. I thought he he sounded alright.
1: Yeah. I felt a bit sorry for him when we were getting his hair pulled out off his moustache.
0: Yeah, I know that feeling.
1: Poor Luigi. (laughs) (laughs) Shh. I've
2: yet to experience that
1: feeling,
0: so.
2: um Yeah, I, I think everything looked good. I, I like the, the mixture of, um comedy and most likely some action set pieces. I do hope they, they include a little bit more of, like, Mario's gaming background, because I, I know we got a bit of the Mario Kart, which looks fun. Um, yeah, I must kind of yeah. see one more, like I want the golf, the tennis.
0: <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Just add everything. Get the rabbits in there as well. Yeah, put the rabbits <laughs> in.
2: Um, maybe get sneak some some more Nintendo characters in there. That's not just from Mario, perhaps. Sneak in a Kirby somewhere.
0: <laughs> oh no, there's deserves his own film, Kirby.
2: No, but this this is how you build the franchise, though, isn't it? You start slipping in oh. cameos and
0: the post credits scenes. Yeah, the you. know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is the build up. We start with this and then we somehow get Sonic involved into it. Yeah. And, and that's it. And then Object we have the awesome universe. Again. Yep.
0: And then, and it then it we have Nintendo a Fortnite, Fortnite film. There we go. So. It's a Zelda film. That's
1: what Well, after the series, I don't think they want to touch that again.
0: Yeah, but how long ago was that? 90s. Well, there you go. What? Times, have, times have changed, don't they? Yeah, could on, be worse.
3: The, the
0: cartoon, <laughs> yeah. We could have a live-action one. Fantasy's all the ways in it.
2: That's true. Yeah. No, I
0: don't.
2: Uh, no, no certain characters been in it. Um, keep it, keep it animated. I'll be, I'll be fine.
0: Fair enough. I so, should... are, we, are we positive about the the film then?
2: I'm positive about it. I was positive from the first trail. I think this one's just added to it. I think it's, it's, it's a. It looks just the typical. I um, was just say Pixar, but it's not Pixar, is it? It's uh, yeah, Illumination. DreamWorks, isn't it? Illumination. Sorry, it'd be fun. I definitely it'll be fun.
0: So, I mean, if he's got if he's got Minions humor, I'll be down for it because I do like the Minions. And judging by that first trailer, it did seem like it had. So, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Be it seems like the Toads are going to be like the Minions. Mm. To draw that parallel. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it as well. I think it'll be fun.
0: It will. I don't think it'll be deadly serious.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but who knows?
1: Just like Luigi gets his neck snapped to prove a yeah. Point, yeah. point. And then it goes from
0: there. Uh, but that wasn't the only trailer, was it? We had other ones as well. I believe. Well, mm-hmm. I think we have.
2: We had a new look at uh, The Last of Us. Hmm.
0: Very similar to the game, yeah. Not that that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's, that's just no, as no. a matter of fact.
1: Yeah, as that, I watched it though, I did. It did look a bit like Bella Ramsey had a bit of freedom to put her own spin on Ellie, though, because the dialogue wasn't exactly like play to play. Yeah, but that's good though.
2: I, I want I want this show to feel like it's not shackled by the game. Because
0: yeah. things you've got to have if you've played the game, you've got to feel like you've got to have some differences, otherwise everyone's going to know what's happening.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, true. Because what's the point of watching something that is going to be identical to the thing you've already played?
2: Saying that, there's there's been a couple of series that tries its own spin and then people... Well, no, I'm, like... not, I'm,
0: I'm not saying you have to massively diverge, but there's going to be some differences on it. True. true. Interpretations, maybe or something like that.
2: Yeah, I, I did read... A quote from Neil um Drunkman. Remind me again. Drunkman, that's it. Uh that apparently some stuff that was actually cut from the first game are being pulled into this. Well,
3: that so makes sense. Been,
2: um I think that obviously there's some elements of the second game that are slipping into this as
0: well. So I've read online. Um Mm, kind of makes sense when you think about the connection between the two games, yeah.
3: Yeah,
0: that's
2: all good. We also got to see uh, a glimpse of who Ashley's playing. Ashley?
0: You know, <laughs> like, the... If we did, I didn't notice it. Did you yeah.
2: not? No. She wasn't. She wasn't there. She is in the trailer for about a bow second.
0: I'll have to rewatch it. I didn't notice.
2: <laughs> from, from what I've read online, she's playing. Ellie's mom.
3: Oh, okay,
1: interesting. And oh,
2: then that's a nice connection. There is, the, there's also I've seen a, a screenshot of, um, you know, Dave. is a, is it Dave? Yes.
0: Dave's yes, yes.
2: crew. One of members is Troy Baker.
0: So I see I did it's hear rumors that he might be playing Dave. But played. Or, do I, I, I do I, I think that's. I don't, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. I was surprised right, right if that was.
2: I'd find it strange for him to play David.
0: It, it would be. I, for someone who's played the games, you'd be like, what, eh? What, eh? I just yeah. I just, just find that really. I wouldn't be able to separate the things in my mind. Oh,
2: yeah. would like, put, just like, feels wrong. voice into yeah. David. It's
0: like, like, this what? just feels wrong. So what is that? Is it January 13th, is it? Six, 16th, I 16th. 16th. So, yeah, uh, on it's, HBO. Before, the following day here in the UK, is it? Yeah. What
1: what are we getting on? Is it Sky?
0: It's probably Sky Atlantic, isn't it? That's what Sky, that's what all their HBO okay. things appear on, isn't it?
2: I'll be disappointed because I, I don't have it, so I'm gonna have to
1: find alternate ways of watching. I'm gonna have to <laughs> yeah. go around to my neighbour's house that's got Sky, so I can watch it.
2: Yeah. Actually, I might see how much um, now TV is for the just for the TV package,
0: because
2: mm. I remember paying for it when. um Game of Thrones was coming out, so.
0: so. is the is it nine episodes? Have I got that right? I think there's nine. I'm not sure, I've
2: not looked into that.
0: I think it is. Unless I've just got that horribly wrong and I've just pulled that out of my backside. I don't know. I thought that's what I read. I'll
2: be happy with nine episodes, and there's with a be I imagine there'd be like an hour each.
0: I would have presumed so, yeah. Just like any other HBO series. Well, 50 minutes, you going to have bad aren't you? Sorry, yeah,
2: they they do, it's about like...
0: 45 to 50, probably.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Ah, right, I, I didn't know this, but they're the staggering it, okay. So, sorry, the first episode looks to be coming out on the 15th of January, then the next one, the 22nd, and then, I, well, so on and so forth every week. As all... I'm, I'm just sure used to it <laughs> being dropped at once now, to be honest, so it's just a surprise when they do decide to make us way.
0: Yeah, it's, well, it's always been the same do. with HBO, though, isn't it? Those series have always been, like, weaker things. It's only Netflix that really drops everything at the same time, isn't it?
3: I
2: think even Netflix I have on, actually started looking into...
0: Oh yeah, Amazon.
3: Staggering now, yeah. It's to keep viewership. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. Uh-huh. I've, Come
0: on. Oh, I was just gonna move on to, uh, other things.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, it's, it's still, see, uh, still series related but they just announced mm. that Sifu's going to get a series really mm. I feel like I've heard
2: this yeah but they definitely would be an interesting one to adapt
0: yeah I'm just wondering how they're going to get the age mechanic to work how's that
1: going multiple actors I imagine
0: it's going to be um, by a writer from John Wick Derek Colstead so that could be interesting I don't know who's actually producing that. I don't know if it's Netflix or... Not entirely sure. Hmm. But, I mean, there was... um, I don't know if you saw this, but there was like a live-action trailer for the game. And that was pretty good. You can catch that on YouTube. So, if it works like that, pretty good, I think. But how you turn that into a series, I don't know. But I've not played the game yet, so... Who knows?
2: So, I've, I've not played the game either. I don't know how they explain the... The actual mechanic.
0: But, uh, have you heard the the other one that I think you're good? I like Nathan. Ooh. Gears of War. Get a series. Nice. I believe that's Netflix.
1: I've heard murmurs about this before, but that's good.
2: Get Dave involved. Get Dave involved.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean. (laughs) It's gotta add it. It just wouldn't be any other way if he weren't involved. He's like,
2: is to guess War Gears of War what like Henry Cavill was yeah, for the Witcher? Exactly. He's like he's the one who's like, let me play Marcus. Like, please yeah.
1: give it to him. He has the physique. I think <laughs> for Gears of War, we just need all the meatheads, right? The Rock's him, be in it, obviously. The rock. <laughs> John Cena, all the wrestlers.
0: John <laughs> Yeah, but we know what's gonna happen then, don't we? we know, like Netflix is not gonna—they're <laughs> not gonna do it right, and then Dave is gonna get angry with them and then leave after after a series or two and.
2: And we'll bring the guy who they originally wanted in.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, mm. Looking forward to seeing what that turns into.
0: Yeah. Mm. No idea when that's going to be showing, but something to look forward to. In more adaptations. I reckon, that, I reckon
2: 24 is probably realistic.
0: But you've got to think, it is quite amazing how many adaptations we're getting now. It's I think it's just showing how big game he's become. The fact that I we think it be, is, yeah, I think into a lot of these other mainstream medias. Yeah. It's still questionable whether they're any good. There's a lot of adaptations. True. That don't work, but I think things are improving. I mean if you look mm, at the if you so, look at the adaptations and the nominations earlier, there's some pretty good things in there. Yeah. You know, you had Cyberpunk that's good. Copetcio, I'm really like. Yeah, mm. Sonic.
3: Sonic Two. Both, too both improved, films yeah. have been
0: great. Uncharted not so much. No, but that's <laughs> by the by yeah, yeah you know but you know there's Witcher as well you know that's, that's been Which, received yeah. well I, I think the... these
1: oh, not so much. overall <laughs> th- things are getting better but... yeah it's good that they're trying these things though because I would be know unless they try
0: exactly oh I forgot we've got the Ghost of Tsushima film as well aren't we oh yeah that's, that's yeah
2: Fallout series coming along as well
0: yeah for that, yeah, it's all all happening. Do you know what oh, though? Okay, the bad thing about
1: yeah. this is, we'll have a a gaming series slash like film backlog now.
0: We will not <laughs> just have the normal
1: gaming backlog.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Too many things, so little time. Story our lives now.
1: Don't get old kids.
0: But <laughs> there's there's one other adaptation that's happened. I don't know if you've heard about this. Mm-hmm. But, um, Splinter Cell has returned. Wow.
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: But it's returned in a surprising way. It is now an eight-part BBC Radio 4 drama. <laughs> That's wild. Battle. Wow. Yeah. And Interesting. It's, called Splinter, it's called Splinter Cell Firewall. So the press release explains it. It says, uh, the eight-part series dramatized by Sebastian Baxter Kiewicz. i probably butchered that completely, and Paul Cornell follows veteran 4th Echelon agent Sam Fisher on a new mission, recruiting and training the next generation of splinter cell operatives from the National Security Agency's covert action division. When a lethal assassin from Fisher's past returns from the dead on a mission of murder, he is thrust into a race against time as a sinister threat to global security is revealed. So uh, Sam Fisher is played by Adonis Anthony, who's in The Archers. I know of The Archers, but I've never listened to it. Mm. Uh, and his daughter Sarah is played by Daisy Head and the series is broadcast on Fridays on BBC Radio 4 starting from this past Friday so the first episode went out on Friday uh, and they'll be on every Friday Uh, but all the episodes can be found now on BBC Sounds app Mm. and I've listened to the first one and it's not particularly gripped me I have to say to start but I shall try and listen to the second one. See if it pulls me in any more. But it's it's I I just thought it was very random. The Splinter Cell radio show, I mean everyone's hmm, been clamoring everyone's been clamoring for a game and then suddenly sort of like, this just turns up. <laughs> but, yeah.
3: There you go. I mean maybe
1: you could be using it to feel out if there's any market for a new game potentially. Think, oh we'll just put a little bit of money into this story. See if it grips anybody. I would have thought they would have
0: known that there'd be a market for it.
2: You would have thought so. And I. I, I mean, I don't think there's been any, but. Has, has there been any marketing for this? No. <laughs> like, it just seems, like, out of
0: nowhere. Yes, yeah, just uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> So. How long yeah, are the episodes,
0: Mark? Half an hour.
1: Half an hour. Oh, not too much then. So you could listen to it on your bus to work?
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. Ideas there? As
0: yeah. you Come with this podcast, but yeah. I'll keep I'll keep listening to them and then see how it goes. Maybe maybe it'll pull me in afterwards. But the first one is just like things are happening. Just like I don't know what's going on here because there's all, all this like covert stuff. Mm. And there's a lot of, like people running about like heavy breathing. It's just like, <laughs> do I really want to be hearing that in a radio show? It's like <laughs> that's pretty much. And then people talking, crackling noises and all that spy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But apparently it's recording, what would you call it? 3D by, by, by oval? By, I don't know. Like 3D audio. So it's best to listen on a headset apparently. Or earphones. Whatever. Yeah. Fair enough. But there you go. All the adaptations. Wonder if that'll get nominated. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Best audio adaptation.
0: Okay, shall we finish with uh, a bit of news? That'll make you go, where? Our, our favorite, what? our favorite news segment. Okay, so thousands of people who thought they were watching pirated streams of the World Cup, which is going to go on in, in Qatar, were in fact watching pixelated replays from FIFA 23. <laughs> so more than forty thousand people in France alone fell for this trick which involved illegal streaming sites linking to YouTube channels which were emitting replays of FIFA 23 matches, but using headlines such as Live Germany Japan on 23rd November Group E World Cup 2022, which did indeed correspond to the actual match of the World Cup. Uh, Incredibly, the streams in question also had commentary in Vietnamese uh, of the FIFA 23 match, but uh, but far from making the viewers more suspicious, it only added to the belief that this was an illegal stream being captured from Vietnam. Until I saw the comments in the chat and the close-up of the faces of the players, I didn't realise these, replay- uh, these were replays on FIFA 23 matches, said one of the viewers after admitting to having been duped. According to VN Express, a Vietnamese outlet, which is in fact a standard trick used by pirate pages to earn hundreds of dollars during a World Cup match just by playing FIFA 23. In Vietnam, where connections are often poor and users are, use- uh, uh, users are used to poor quality images, they are less likely to realise it's a pixelated video game rather than just a bad stream of a real game. Mm. So well, there you go. If, if you, yeah, if you think you've been watching the World Cup online in the stream, chances are you've just been watching FIFA. <laughs> Amazing, and that was taken from the AS website, which is a uh, American sports website news. That's hilarious I thought that was quite brilliant. Imagine that. That's imagine just like, yeah. Imagine if just like all the results are completely different, and they, <laughs> you saw a completely different winner. It's like what?
1: Yeah, imagine if you put, like, a massive bet on and, um, yeah. like, Germany
0: end up beating <laughs> Japan, for example. Get and you're bookies. like, yes, get in. And... So they didn't work up. Well, yes, they did. Give me my money.
1: That's it. I've got evidence.
0: Have either of you been watching the World Cup? Are you in a sweepstake or anything? Work? We, we'd
1: never did a sweepstake this year. No.
0: No. Wanted to. Oh, I set one up at our work. And uh, I got the fan, the fantastic South Korea.
1: Oh,
2: nice! They're uh, I mean, still in it. So. Yeah, they just,
0: yeah, yeah. they they just squeezed through into the second round by on goal scored, not goal difference, but goal scored. So that's what even after that, but yeah. So they're still in it, but they've got the might of Brazil next. So
2: oh, I ah, mean, they'll be fine.
0: Either got by the salt, time this, po- so by the time this pod's out, either I'm going to be laughing or crying because <laughs> I, I have a chance to win fifty quid. So.
1: Well, you can put it towards that car that you're going to own, me, Mark. So
0: <laughs> yes, I guess so.
1: I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, it's been exciting so far. Just touching on the World Cup, like it's been it's been quite good. There's been some real upsets.
0: I mean, controversy aside, yeah. if we just focus on the football, yeah, it's been a pretty decent World Cup. Lots of surprises, shocks, um, better second halves than first halves.
1: Well, it's it's all so them 14 minute uh, extra times <laughs> at the end.
0: Yeah. So. But I like that. I like this side of type stuff. It's, it stops at all that pointless time wasting. on crap. Yeah. So Definitely. it should be. It should be. Bring that into the main game. Into seasons. No. Yes.
2: There are for one Premier League game that I'm
0: not happy about. So. It needs to happen. Nah, we can't be all this time wasting nonsense. And then uh, see Suavez's salty tears. Get that on my TV. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're going off on a tangent now, aren't we? So, but uh, let's go back to games. Video games. Should we talk about what we've currently been playing?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Nathan, do you want to kick it off?
1: Yeah, sure. So before I get on to what I've been playing, I just want to give a recap of my Black Friday deals. I don't know about you guys, but I, I've i got this app on my phone called Hot UK Deals, and I've got pretty much yep. every single video game company on watch, so as, as soon as a deal comes out, I'm on it <laughs> straight away. Yeah, I yeah, nice one, man. I've already got a backlog, so there's just no point in this. Well, you need to add to it. It's... <laughs> yeah. And not at a premium price.
0: Anyway. I tell you what, I'm looking forward to my retirement because I just have all the time <laughs> in the world. <laughs> That's true. That's my retirement so, sorted. Coming up soon. let be it? honest. <laughs>
1: no. Knowing your luck, Mark, they'll all be uh, all the servers will be switched off, so they'll be unplayable.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so. Normally, around this time of year, my PlayStation Plus uh, cancels out because of when I normally purchase it. So, I normally try and find myself a deal, which I did. So, for the princely sum of £32, I got PS Plus Essentials for another year. I like how I have to clarify which version it is now. That's annoying. <laughs> but, <laughs> we know which yeah. one, then. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, apart from that, I bought a couple of games. So, the first game that I ended up purchasing was... Lawnmower Simulator well, hey. with
3: wow.
0: Straight the to Ancient
1: Britain and Dino Safari DLC, because that's Dino what you Safari need in Lawnmower Simulator. Ooh. So well happy with that at twelve ninety nine. The next game that I purchased was something that I, I saw actually. I saw some videos of this game on TikTok. And they're like, oh, this looks quite interesting, but not really something I'd normally purchase. The Quarry, because it's a bit of a scary game okay but yeah i'm uh, i think i'll play that i think for that game it's one that like me and lisa will probably sit down together and like try and make narrative choices together as we go through and try not to get killed so it yeah, could, could be a fun one mm. and then apart from that uh me and matt went in on a deal uh for horizon forbidden west and a ps5 controller because i needed a new one because i've got some drift on one of my controllers so we went in on that one together
0: yeah
1: so that was good um but yeah I mean
0: how which was the deal. So what was it, what was the, uh, so, the game and the so,
1: controller? Yeah yeah so you got um, Horizon Forbidden West on PS5 and you got a either a original controller or the midnight black version which is what I picked for both of them 45 quid at Argos. Not bad decent off. deal I think. Mm. Yeah, pretty cool. good deal. So So yeah so the split was Matt paid 20 quid for Horizon I paid 25 quid for a controller. So yeah. Got too shabby mm-hmm. yeah
0: anybody else have any black friday deals no that's, that's no <laughs> that's just, that, just, so just that. i've got enough games <laughs> i don't need more yeah I, and i haven't broken any trollers, so no don't don't any have any
2: look at you i've got like drift in my red controller and my like r2 on the original y1 it's, like it's too loose like it's I don't know. Play too much Call of Duty, probably. Um, <laughs> on my stuff. The only thing I've indulged in, uh, which I saw the price, I thought, you know what? It, it might be worth it. We'll, we'll see how it goes, because I do enjoy the franchise. Uh, mm-hmm. Is the rebooted S- Sins Raw.
3: Ooh.
1: <gasps> I cannot believe it. Ooh. How much
2: so, did you pay for it? I paid
1: 25
2: 25 well, it, is is the day one did edition you, as well? Did you bang
0: your head? <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> a couple of times while I was on holiday, I suppose. <laughs> we'll see, you know. I'll,
0: if you have a good game, I we'll guess So I'm not going to run
2: into too much bugs, I don't think. We shall
0: see. Uh, You'll have to let us know how that goes.
2: Yeah, I'll let Elena. We'll, we'll see how it gets on. Yeah,
1: if it's good, I might buy it for myself because I like the Saints road franchise as well and the wackiness of it all. So. We'll see. Yeah, anyway, so I'll get on to what I've been playing. Actually, no, I won't. Before that, okay. um, I I'll, <laughs> I'll just want to talk a little bit about Comic-Con because there was, there was uh, plenty of gaming uh, stuff there. So uh, I just want to mention it. So um, one of the reasons that we did record the podcast a couple of weeks ago is because obviously me and Matt were away. So it would have just been Mark meandering on, on his own. Um, so we decided yeah. to push the podcast. But... Yeah, so when I went to Comic-Con, I had a fantastic time. And there were a couple of new things that were there, um, gaming-related. So the first thing was they had a Rocket League tournament going on. So anybody could come up to a computer, oh, get yeah. logged on, and then be part of the Rocket League tournament. It was pretty good. I did not partake myself because I'm not very good at Rocket League, so I would have let my team down. But I did watch it. And uh, it, it, was, it was quite fun because they had like, announcers there as well. Like give you as the game were going on and they were fairly excitable so they kind of got everybody into it but yeah that, that was fun i think at the end of it there was like prizes and stuff but i, I didn't wait that long because i had other things to do like panels to see and other things to get on with but yeah that was good and another thing that they had that were different is they had a dedicated dedicated video game area um for movies so, they had like movie posters, and then underneath it, they had like the console and then a TV so you could play. So, for example, they had um, Star Wars Episode 1 on the PS1. Uh, yeah. They had um, Ghost, the Ghostbusters game. They had Jurassic Park, Aladdin. Um, which, which, Toys-
0: which version of Jurassic Park was it? You
3: know? I think it
0: was the SNES version. Nah, I, had the version. Ah. I liked the Mega Jar version. I liked. you could play as yeah. Alan Grant, and you could also play as the Revolver Raptor.
2: Mm. oh is the snes one like the one where you uh you, you like you have to um, run around the sort of a park area kind of thing
1: yeah and like you've got to yeah. like, open doors and locked doors and stuff like that
2: yeah i think i remember that one
1: yeah that that was the one that they had they had um they had toy story 2 uh that's an absolute classic, oh, that's classic. uh a bug's life for ps1 oh,
3: that's I, cool. I always
1: enjoyed that i'm I, I I never very it. good at it but always yeah. a fun one yeah they had Lion King, they had an X-Men game that I didn't get a good look at, and then finally they had, like, Aliens. So, yeah. Ooh, no Aladdin? But, um, oh, they had Aladdin, yeah. They had Aladdin as well. Oh, which one? I think the one on the Mega Drive.
0: Okay. The difficult one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've I played a bit of it. I didn't find it that difficult, but I was on the early level, so probably very for forgiving. No, all, all good fun, and then they had the normal like retro game area, just random games set up that you could play. So I had a little go on that, tried to beat Crash Bandicoot again, <laughs> and I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> so, yeah, no, but it was a really good time. Anyway, we'll move on from that. What have I been playing? So, just a quick one. Been playing more FIFA as as always. Mm. Play match I Wednesday career. We've now won the Champions League, so we are Champions of Europe. Um, actually, Serial Champions of Europe, because I've done about three seasons since we last did the podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, we've taken over the world. Well, the world of football anyway. So that's that's going well. Uh, the next thing is I've been playing quite a bit of Fortnite, actually, because I, I got the battle pass, and I've been trying to get to level 100 before the event happened as of the recording of this podcast over the weekend. Did I?
3: Yeah.
1: Or get to level 100? Yes, I did. But most of it was death runs, because I don't like being killed by people on Fortnite. So (laughs) I'd rather be killed by traps. So, yeah, Mm. played a lot of death runs. Lisa did help me. She got me a couple of crowns, a couple of wins. So it was a team effort, more of a team effort than normal, so and then we end up playing the event which was it was quite good actually so as you went into the event there was you and three other people because you're in lobbies of four but then eventually you went to a lobby of 32 mm. and to be honest i'm not quite sure 100% sure about the lore of Fortnite or what's going on because i don't really pay too much attention to that but when the event opened up um the herald this kind of metallic lady takes over and like absorbs absolutely everything um and then at that point what you've got to do is oh well actually at that point the map gets destroyed so like right okay there's definitely going to be another map leading on to the next season um but then it leads on to this zero point which is kind of this ball of energy that kind of pulls things together so you start on this little island and the zero points is pulling stuff in from the map of and previous like maps of Fortnite. So you've just got this mess of stuff and you've got to go around the map finding these orbs to kind of feed into the zero point so it can build a brand new Fortnite map. Anyway, eventually that's what happens. But as you're going around, what you can do is interact with certain things and it gives you flashbacks from like other seasons and other events and stuff. So that that was quite nice. But eventually a map's pulled together and as it gets pulled together you see a Hulk, you see the Hulk on this little trike. That was quite funny. And then for some reason Mr Beast flies in. So yeah, Mr Beast Ooh. is in the Fortnite. You know Ooh. Mr Beast is Mark. I don't. <laughs> the 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 YouTube Overlord.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't know. Is it's anyway. basically
2: like the guy who's got the most subscribers on YouTube now? I think he overtook PewDiePie at some point.
0: Yeah. I'll take your word for
1: it. And he runs about 40 different channels as well. And he sells burgers. Well, he doesn't sell the burgers, but he employs people that sells Mr. Beast burgers. So, yeah. Anyway, that happened. <laughs> uh, so, But subsequently to that, we've had another trailer and it's come out that you can now, on the next on the current season of Fortnite, you can use bikes. So that's quite new because you couldn't drive around on bikes before, like dirt bike kind of things. Um, mm-hmm. We got to see Geralt from The Witcher. So he's oh, going to be in there as a there. His character. And we got um, to see Tanjiro from Demon Slayer. So really hunkering down on the anime stuff because it sells an absolute trap tonne. What was it that you noticed as well, Matt, from?
2: Um, I've forgotten the name, but there's a character that's going to be from My Hero Academia that's coming in as well. Oh, yeah, that was it. I think it's the main character. Hmm. Oh, also, no, it's Guy as well. He's coming to Fortnite. Interesting. Is this all at the same time? It won't be all at the same time. There's, yeah, they'll stagger it. will be staggered really just go through all these random the characters. chapter. Okay. I mean, this is a game that now has what? uh, Master Chief, Kratos, every Marvel hero, Sun, Tomb Raider, Resident Evil, Street Fighter,
1: Naruto, Dragon Ball, um, Terminator, Terminator. Alien. You can play as Alien, Predator. Pretty much any franchise that. Black Adam. Yeah. And The Rock's own character
2: in, in the game as well. <laughs> He's got his own original character in there. Um,
1: Brie Larson. Oh, yeah, he had the, all the Avengers at one point as well. And Thanos. Yeah, he had Glove. the whole,
2: whole Marvel season to it. There was a DC one as well at some point. So it was Aquaman, Superman, Batman, Joker. Oh, There's everyone. And then some YouTubers and content creators in there as well. <laughs>
1: I can't wait for the inevitable Fortnite film to bring all this together.
3: <laughs>
1: That's going to be expensive in terms of licenses. I mean, you never know as they sign these characters on. Oh, the no, much got but... something in place. Yeah, but I guess it's also free ad. Well, it's not free advertising, but it's advertising for those franchises as well, so it works both ways.
2: Do you think they will ever add or oh, get permission to add a Nintendo character?
3: I, d- I don't
1: know. I'm... No, I don't. I don't think so. No. Do Do you think that like you never see like Ma- I feel
2: like the most likeliest character would be Samus from Metroid.
1: Yeah, that's true. Because what I was thinking was you'd never see Mario with a gun because that <laughs> that just absolutely <laughs> demolishes the brand of that character. Like Mario just mm-hmm. going around killing people.
0: Yeah, but maybe he throws plunges at people somewhere. It's a workaround.
2: Well, you can get mm. plunger irons, actually. Explode.
1: There you go. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So that's that. That's Fortnite. The other game that I've been playing is one that I touched on earlier that I bought during the Black Friday deals: Lawnmower Simulator. So I've started hey, playing this. Hey. Now,
0: come on. Come on. Start... I want to know. I want to know about this one.
1: Right, you are in for a treat, my friend. So you start out by making your own company, your own, your own like landscaping company. So my company name, because you start by giving it a company name, Bush Trimmers. Oh, <laughs> I, tried put, I tried to put limited on the end to protect myself, but um, there wasn't no characters for that, so it's just Bush Trimmers. And after you, after you put your company name in, um, you can add a logo. Uh, so you've got a bit a few design choices there in terms of what logo you want and what colour you want the logo to be. I'm not going to ask be. what the logo is. It's a basically a giant buzzsaw. saw. Okay. Oh. <laughs> that, that's more PG color. than I thought it was going to be. No, yeah. <laughs> they won't let me
2: have anything buzzsaw,
1: too bad. That's what you use. Oh, fine. enough. Go on. Um, and then you, you've also got your uniform. Um, because eventually down the road you can hire people. Um, but yeah, I've designed my uniform um then you get to pick your lawn mower you start out lawn mower uh, so i picked the biggest beefiest one that i could and
0: don't, then don't you all... start with a handheld one first
1: no 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 We're straight city, like down one yeah so you get you start out by picking two bits of equipment so firstly your lawnmower, secondly your trimmer, so you can do your edging afterwards so yeah it's quite okay. in depth so far yeah. uh so after I did that, I um, decided to do the tutorial so I could learn how to drive my lawnmower. So you start out, you're on a you're on like a, um, a you're on like, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're on like a truck, and you've got to drive your lawnmower off the truck because you've transported it to this place to do your so, job.
3: Yeah.
1: So you've got to firstly switch the lawnmower on and then drive it to where the lawn is that you need to cut. And then you can move the blades up and down because you'll get a brief to say that you, the grass needs to be cut this high, for example. Anyway, when I first started, I didn't notice that. So I was like, I was cutting it wrong. So I get all these pop-ups saying, you're cutting too low. Please use five centimetre. I was like, shut up. I'm going to continue. And I, I just absolutely... You'll grow be, back. But in the tutorial, I absolutely tore this thing up. I was like doing doughnuts with the <laughs> lawnmower. And I was getting you've damaged the ground, fee incurred. I'm like, I don't care. I'm just learning, <laughs> just, just learning the ropes. But eventually, I I learned all the different mechanics. So what you can do is, if you wanted to, you can like stop, get off your lawnmower, and have a walk around and survey. Oh, that's good. Um, and then get back on. And there's different. Um, you can do first person, third person, um, just a view that's right for you when you're riding the lawnmower. Um, so that's pretty good. So I'd i had enough to, like tearing some grass up on on the test one. So I thought, right, let's get into this and actually do a job. So my first job is at this country home, nice looking garden. And the first What's thing you, have... you started. Well we'll we'll get to that point. <laughs> so the first thing you have to do is when you arrive at the job you have to survey the area. So you kind of have a little walk around. And what you've got to do is remove any um, items that could impede your grass cutting, so like gnomes, um, dog toys. So you've got to find a certain amount in a certain amount of time. So that's like your first task to get the ground right yeah you get three minutes to go around the garden survey it and then find these toys Bidosh. yeah but yeah anyway so once once you do that then you can get on your lawnmower and start cutting so i start by starting around the outside and then like working my way in uh, but eventually I was like, right, there's got to be an easy way of doing this because it's taking absolutely ages. So you get given a certain time limit to do a job. So it told me I was going to take 26 minutes to do this job. I ended up doing it in 14 and um, the quality of the job showed. But again, we'll get to that point. So i know sort going around the edges and I think, right, what I'll do, I'll try, try and partition it off so I don't have to come back to this bit again. So I'm trying to, like, get around to get this little bit of grass in the middle because you can, like, get off a reverse and all that kind of stuff as you're doing it. But anyway, I'd start getting loads of alerts saying that you've torn up the grass. This is going to be taken off the final fee. I'm like, oh, my goodness. So I, I decided to say, right, I'll change tact and start just working from my outside in again. But there was a few times there where I'd kind of veer off a bit and go into the flower bed. So I destroyed some flowers as well. So that obviously that comes off the final fee. Uh, but eventually the, the job gets done. Um, and then, well, actually, I, I do the mowing bit. And then after that, I get my strimmer and then go around the edges, finish that, get to 100 percent. And then after that, I can walk up to my trailer and I basically got to pay for my petrol. Um, pay for my streaming um, battery power and then a few other bits. So it's quite, it's fairly in depth. You've got like, all these things to have to think about as you're doing the job. Mm. And then once I complete the job, what it does, it, it does nice cinematic as it pans over what you've done. But for me, it just, it panned over all of these like scorch marks in the grass from where I donutted to try and get this little bit. And then a couple of broken flowers I'm like, oh my god, this is absolutely <laughs> terrible. So I, I should have got three hundred and fifty dollars for the final fee. I ended up getting two fifty after all costs. So hundred dollars cut off the top. Um and then that that's where I left it. But eventually what I'll be able to do is I'll be able to hire people and then get them on the job to help me as well. Um so that'll be good. So then it's just not me working on it. I can I can get some people to help me as well. But as I'm playing, it was quite therapeutic. But at some points it was mind-numbing i'm like this is boring but that yeah, was good got the job done not very well but yeah got our job done yeah got a job done so i've got a i've got another job that i need to do now to continue so i, I think i'll do that after the podcast i'm just and, imagining
0: in the, in the game that people are just looking out of the window at you
1: yeah what is <laughs> funny like depending on where you are there's certain was noises. So like I was at this stately home, and we could just see cows in the background just going <laughs> like every now and again, and then dogs barking because obviously I picked up some dog toys from the grass. So it's quite uh, quite immersive, but no, it's it's good. So yeah, <laughs> so that's what I've been playing.
0: What about you, Mark? Me? Oh, okay. Well, I've only played one thing, and it's a big game. I have been playing God of War Ragnarok. Oh, do it. Do it.
3: <laughs> um,
0: so, okay, I'll just brief intro a bit. Uh, so basically this is set like three years after the last game. Mm. And Thimble Winter has now taken hold of Midgard. And as we know, this is the precursor to the right. cataclysmic The event that will be Ragnarok. So Kratos and Atreus, they try to basically just survive in Thimble Winter. Um, Now, if you've seen the uh, the true ending of the last game, you know there's a premonition, isn't there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And unsurprisingly, that thing happens. And uh, from that, uh, it's we learn that Atreus has been doing something unknown to Kratos, and he's not happy about it. But with him being the devoted father he is, he decides to go along with him. And that is the catalyst for the adventure that follows. Uh, and that's all I'm going to say in terms of plot story, because I know you guys are going to want to play and I don't want to spoil, spoil anything. Um, but just in terms of the actual game itself, uh, the world design, I really, like, I, I was big on the world design from the first game. I thought that was just incredible. You know, the whole Lake of Nine and you know the, mm. the leveling of the water and how that opened up other areas and that kind of thing. This has just taken it to a whole new level. It's 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 astonishing the the, the design of it. It's because in this you visit all nine realms this time. Oh, nice.
1: Oh, good. Because I think you only visit what three or four of them in last game.
0: Yeah, you might have like there's about small bits. In five those. or six. There's like optional part. things in other areas, but they are they're not big there, areas.
2: Yeah, there's there's two that's kind of uh, almost like, like optional they're,
0: challenges they're like challenge, or... yeah, challenge areas that kind of thing um, but the great thing is that all of them feel different they all look and feel very different to each other and they are astonishingly well designed this, uh, there's two in particular which are like the major ones compared to the others like you'll spend most time there they have the bigger maps um, but it's just one, it just—it's a beautiful-looking game. It really is. The each each one just looks gorgeous. Um, one thing that I, I do like from this is that obviously, you know, in the first game, you started with the Leviathan Axe, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, you became so enamored with the the Leviathan Axe that I think a lot of people just forgot about the Blazer Chaos, didn't they? Until that moment, that wonderful moment that's in the game. Um, but what's great about this is that you start with both of them. So, oh, okay. so, obviously, you know, in the, the last game, you you end up leveling up the axe, don't you? And then suddenly you get the blades, and it's like, oh, I can level these up now and all that. Whereas now you can balance between the two from the start, and that's just really good, unique thing about that. I like I like having the alternatives straight from the off, but uh, you can just level them up both at the same time, and and you can use the blades for. They use them in traversal quite a bit now. So, like, sometimes Kratos will, like, jump down walls quicker by slamming the, uh, slamming the blade into it and Please. then just falling down. And then. He can also pull himself up to certain ledges with it as well. He can swing across gaps with it. So that's oh, pretty okay. cool. And you can do all these cool things where you can you can swing and then you can land on people. But like, pull the axe out and then go on top nice. of your head and all that. And that's that brings me into the, the combat is that it's just, there's a lot more variety in it. Oh, good. Because there seems to be more verticality in terms of the areas where you fight people. So, you know, usually it's like you're going to an open area and it's just like, we're going to have a fight now, aren't we? Yeah. But um, but yeah, there's like ledgers you can jump up and then jump back down and that kind of thing. It's, it's a lot better. And the fact that you can just switch between the weapons a lot earlier, it's, it's longer. Mm. There's a lot more variety in terms of the enemies as well. So, you know, you had the... Is it draugr Is that what they were called? I can't quite remember. The like Yeah, it's sort of like a standard enemy that you usually found in the first game. There's a lot more variety in this one. Um, It's like basically different realms. All have different enemy types, really. Oh, good. good. Uh,
1: uh, So does that cause you to have to really think about what weapon you're
0: going to use then? It can do, yes. Some, because obviously, you know... It's like fire and ice, isn't it? That's what the the blades and the axe are. This so, axe, yeah. axe is ice, blades is fire. So you, you do have to utilize those for certain enemies and things like that. Yeah, and there's some like good, um, like unlockable skills. So you have skill trees, as as, as you probably would expect. And you have skill trees for both weapons, and there's a, there's a nice little thing where it, when you unlock a skill. If you perform that skill in a fight enough times, so it's like there's like three levels, so it's like um, bronze, silver, gold. So do this uh, skill for ten times, you will move on to the silver level. Do this another fifteen times, you go to the gold level. Have you? But when you reach the gold level of doing it so many times, you uh, unlock like a token slot for that skill. So. For a bit of XP, I think it's like 1,000 XP, you can unlock a a token for like, it does this thing can do extra damage, this thing can do extra immolation, this thing will, it'll give you like a protective barrier, or you'll take, sorry, sorry, you'll take less damage as you're performing that skill. You know, for some skills might take a bit of time to perform. Mm -hmm. So it might protect you for a bit whilst you're doing that. And all that kind of thing. So it's, it's worth doing for all the skills. And that's what I did. Uh, there is like a practice arena that's well worth a top tip. <laughs> Go to the practice arena and do, do use, use do the skills there. I highly encourage that. Level it up. Now, the big thing is obviously the story. It is fantastic. Seriously good. I didn't think it could possibly top the first game. It does in space.
3: Wow.
0: Mm. And it's it's a perfect... It's it's it fits so well with it, and in fact, that nah, I don't want to talk about it anymore that story. But it's just it's fantastic. That's all I'm going to say. Real. Every character feels developed. Like all the characters you know, new characters, everybody feels developed, and that, I think that's one of the astonishing things about it. It's no one feels left behind, which is a worry thing when you've got when you've got all these intriguing people up yeah. um we've got to talk about the the acting so you know christopher judge sonny Solzik, brilliant both absolutely brilliant sonny's really coming to his own because there, mm. there is a lot more focus on in this game based yeah. on you know he's coming to terms with what he's learned from the end of the last game and things like that uh and and I when I first saw the you know the original trailer for it, I was like, That's that's not him. That can't be him. <laughs> it doesn't sound like him at all. It is him, believe it or not. He's just actually grown in real life. Uh, ah. but there you go. But no, he's he's really he's really coming to his own. I, I think he's him and and Christopher Judge brilliant. I've gotta give a shout out to uh Daniel Bus- as a um, Freya as well. I don't know why she's not been nominated at the Game Awards. I think that's an omission, in my view. Because she's brilliant in this as well. But wow. I don't know if you could have three God of War people being nominated, but there you go. Um, now, there, as I said, like, the world design is fantastic. There is a something that just blew me away, is that there is an entire area of one of the realms, and it's huge, and it's completely optional. You could completely miss it as part of the story. You don't go there as part of the story. It's just a side thing. Mm. And it's a massive, huge area. And there's just like side missions and stuff there. And it honestly, it kind of feels like, you know, Frozen Wild you know, as in Horizon Forbidden West. It oh, feels yeah. like it just feels like this separate DLC that has no connection to the main story. <sighs> it's astonishing. It's just like you can spend hours there. Doing these side activities, and it's got no connection. You don't go. You don't go there as part of the story. You just have to find your way there by some other side mission. And it's just that blew me away. It's like they took the time to create this entire uh, optional area, which I think a lot of people would probably miss mm. if they've just made the story. Um, now I did have some issues. I had four issues with the game. Two of them were from a technical standpoint, and the other two were from gameplay, like the gameplay kind of kind of thing. Okay. But I'll, I'll talk about the technical ones first. So the first technical one I had is occasionally I did have a some audio dropouts. So think about in games you have, uh, like in a game you have the sort of like layers of sounds, don't you? So for instance, you might have music. Then you have got like a background environmental noise, uh, like combat noise, maybe, and then dialogue. And you have all these things like layered, don't you?
3: Yeah.
0: Which creates, obviously, the, the sound environment. But um, occasionally I'd get like one layer of that cut out. So, like, the background noise just disappeared. And so I'd be left with music and dialogue and the combat. It just sounded a bit weird, and then occasionally I'd ones where the music. So I'd, I'd just done, like, a boss fight. Mm. And then... Like, you know, obviously, when you come to the boss fight, you have this boss music that usually comes up, didn't it? But I, I finished the boss, and then the boss music just kept going. <laughs> like, oh, is this something I'm not done? What's going on? But yet it ended, and it was telling me to go away. <laughs> I'm just like, why is it still playing? Why is it playing like I've been chased by something? But uh, no. But I, I had to, like, I'd, if you just, you know, quit the game, restart. It's generous, it has auto saves, it's quite generous with that. So just restart from the last one. That solves the issue checkpoint, but i did yeah. i think that happened like three times or so that occasionally i occasionally had these dropouts i'm mm-hmm. sure it can be fixed by something but the other one was quite serious i did have a very serious technical issue with it um and this was without going too much because this was towards end game but, was, but i'm not gonna say exactly what but there was a thing that was happening and i did have this audio dropout thing happened and then i clicked the restart checkpoint thing. And it shut my PS4, uh, PS5 down, it turned it off. Prior. like proper shutdown, crash. And I pressed my PS button on my pad and the PS5 wouldn't respond. I thought, oh no, has <laughs> this bricked my PS5? And I did that about three, four times pressing this button and it's just like, the pad's flashing, but the PS5 was doing nothing. So eventually I just pressed the power button on the PS5. It made a sound, but didn't switch on. And then eventually I pressed the PS button back on my pad, and then it switched back on. But I was, for a few minutes then, I was like, oh my God, please don't do this to me. No, Not (laughs) not only wreck my PS5, but don't do this towards (laughs) endgame.
1: That'd have been been absolutely (laughs) insane. Like, welcome to Ragnarok, and then it shuts your machine down.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the real Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah. but then the other two issues were just, just in terms of gameplay, really. I mean, most of it absolutely glorious. It's mm, brilliant, brilliant. Loved it. Um, but ones like, uh, so you know, in combat, you you have your shield, don't you? And they've actually they've actually done. You've got more shields now because now you you just had that one shield in the first game, didn't you? Yeah. Whereas now you've got five different shields. Like, they all have their own. Like, desire things that they can do. Like they can yeah. absorb. Like if they get hit, they absorb that, and then you can use that on the enemies, if that makes sense. And the various oh, things okay. like where you okay. can you can basically charge towards an enemy and other ones and things like that. That's really good. Uh, but you know, um, in combat you get like these notifications, like an enemy's about to hit you. Yeah. So you have these rings. So it is like that. This this they're going to do this attack that you cannot dodge and that kind of thing. So they have the red rings for that, which is fine. Can stand understand that. And then there's um white rings, which is basically you can parry this thing. Uh, no, sorry. That's when you can do this special shield thing. Bash. Uh, uh, yeah. And then you've got the yellow ring, which is you can parry this. That didn't always work, I found. The parrying thing. So it says, like, you can parry this. And then when I parry it, I'd just get hit by the thing. Which is just a bit annoying. Yeah, I mean, I I am sure I'm getting the timing right on that, but it's just it just occasionally it just won't have any of it. Which is I know when you become you know like when you're involved in like a boss fight or something, and then you get hit on things that you feel like you should have parried. Mm. But the only other technical, uh, sorry, the only other like gameplay related thing that annoyed me, and I've read on the internet that this is annoyed a lot of other people as well, uh. is um, when you come to like the puzzle sections that your companions will give you hints too quickly
2: i've heard about this yeah i've heard there's a bit of uproar it is, it about is it.
0: quite annoying because you'll be like oh because you're just looking around just like trying to examine oh right look if i do that to that and then maybe if i move that there and then before you've even thought about it one of your campaign, companions will be like what about if you put your axe there and then what about if you, you freeze the water or something like that. And it's just like shut up. Let me think about it first. It's just, and you can't shut them up. It's just, it's, it's, it's annoying. But apart from that, <laughs> that's excellent. I just, it's, it's just a shame because that's like one of the real fun parts, you know. You obviously, yeah, you, you, obviously you, yeah, obviously, yeah, obviously, you love the combat and all that, and that's great. But it's nice when you have a change of pace and you get to these puzzle sections, it's like, oh, okay, now I've just got a bit of time to think about something. And then these people are just blurting out stuff. It's like, shut up, Mamiya. I don't want to hear it. But no, it is an astonishingly good game. And I have completed it. And I have platinumed it. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Okay.
1: Mm. How long did it take you?
0: It took me about sixty-two hours, and I—it is my most proud platinum, I think, mainly because you have to have these optional fights. Now you know how in the first game you had the Valkyries. Oh
1: God, don't talk about them.
0: Good news, Nathan. You don't have these optional Valkyries. Yes. But instead, <laughs> oh. you have optional berserkers this time. Oh, that sounds worse. Uh, which is—they're pre- pretty much this. Well, they're not the same thing but in terms of being difficult boss battles they are the same um, and I honestly thought I just weren't going to be able to do these because they are difficult and then I I honestly thought because it, it, it got to the point where I thought I was going to be in my uh, black flag I was going to have a black flag flashback I thought I was going to get to the final optional boss for the mm-hmm. platinum and not be able to do it because I was having real difficulty with it I thought, is this is this the point where I'm just going to rage and just accept defeat and just say I'm not getting the platinum, I'm going to have to have everything else. But I managed to do it, and oh, it felt so rewarding. But uh, I I'm so envious that you guys get to play it without any knowledge. Now it's like I'm I'm jealous. I want to wipe my memory of both games and just go back and play them both. It's I'm, I, seriously it is astonishing I can't believe how good it is hmm. and it's it's everything you could have hoped from a sequel and more and oh boy I just love it I love it I, it's for me game of the year just I'm absolutely I'm buying it now I'm buying it now seriously. gotta play it and plus try and avoid spoilers as well really because there, there are all things in it that can get spoiled
1: I've been good with it so far. I've not come across anything
3: that's no, gonna
0: spoil got- it for me. Just just avoid everything. But oh bad. Oh it's just oh. I can't I can't praise it enough. It it really is fantastic. It's just and i I I when I completed it when I did the platinum, I just felt empty. It's like that's it, I'm done. I just I want more. Because I found myself like every bit of time I just wanted to play. It's like, I'll be watching football and it's like, oh, I've got 15 minutes in half time. I'll put to War on. A on. <laughs> I'll do something. It's just like, I, I just want to keep going back on it. And now I've literally done everything. And there is, there is a bit of post-game stuff as well. It's just, oh, but I've, I think I've done everything. It's just, uh, just no. Just play yeah. Just play it. Play it. Play it so I can talk to you about it. I need to talk to people about it. It's
1: amazing. Right, come on, Matt, let's do it. Let's get it.
0: That's all I've been playing. A long time. (laughs) So, Matthew, what have you been playing?
2: Well, finish with me, um, obviously I've been away for two weeks. So I've not really had a lot of time to play a lot of things, but... I will mention the two games that, I've, that I got to play sort of, I suppose, in between today and the last podcast. Um, I'll quickly mention one game, which is Modern Warfare 2. Again, just sort of blasting through that. Um, we still need still to do en- that, Still that. enjoying it. We still need to do that. Yeah, to get you onto it. Have you Have you been playing any of the multiplayer?
0: Have you touched multiplayer yet?
2: Yeah. I think you did, didn't you, last...
0: Well, well, I've only played, been playing God of War since that came out. So. Well, no, yeah,
2: fair enough. Yeah, so, yeah, no, just still enjoying myself. Uh, need to get around to it once, because um, like Warzone has come out now, and the um, the other new mode, DMZ, so need to get around to them at some point. Give them a try. Uh, the only even new game... I've touched that came out between now and um, last podcast and there's some doubts over this one but you know I saw the reviews it was fairly mixed uh a lot of uh, say fans of the franchise gave glowing reviews and everyone else was just kind of yeah, this is this is not good at all so I thought
3: well <laughs> Divisive, I thought,
2: <laughs> pretty much yeah it's a decisive tile. I thought brought behind because I'm a fan of the franchise I've always enjoyed myself with them for the most part so I end up getting Sonic Frontiers Ooh. so the basis of the story in this one is uh Sonic Tales and Amy are flying around
1: um picking up uh, this... uh, sorry sorry Matt you just it said Sonic Tales Amy is that right? Sonic, Tails, and Amy.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I've just mixed all three into like one character. So Sonic, Tails, Amy.
1: No, I would. No, that's not what I was referring to. But okay, you carry on. See,
2: this, this is why I've a clean. He's mind. being dirty. Um, yeah. So yes, basis of the story is Sonic, Amy, and Tails. Are
1: uh, is that worse? Sorry, gosh, I'll shut up
2: now. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to get through this part. Uh, they're
1: picking up the um,
2: Chaos Emerald energy, um, flying around trying to find out where the energy come from. They find that it's, that it's going towards these set of islands called the Starfall Islands. Um, and then suddenly they get swept up in this wormhole and basically both Amy and... Tails essentially kind of get essentially lost within this within this realm. They get sort of uh, I don't know what the real term I should use is, but they kind of have like they're essentially digitized forms of themselves. They've kind of lost their I suppose real bodies, and so you end up playing as Sonic going through initially like um the uh, a short version of the Green Hill Zone that's quite memorable from Sonic Generations, I would say. So that version of it, you go through a short version, get through that, and then you end up on the island, and now you have to find out essentially like what's happened, and start from there basically. So you go through, you you know, you get to your first kind of quick, easy kind of puzzle. Um, you get told you've got this new kind of power up or move that you can use called Cyber Loop, which is where you essentially hold down triangle and you Sonic will leave sort of a, a blue trail around him. You circle over certain things, you can act you can use it to activate stuff or stun enemies and stuff. And then you essentially start unlocking more of the island from there, going from sort of um ramps going through the island um and essentially figuring out what's gone basically so most of the gameplay in this game is essentially going around the island going to i'd say similar checkpoints of like an assassin's creed you get to like certain points that you have to do some form of puzzle whether it's like loop around certain things or you gotta um be a timer to, to like, a, a short circuit to get from one point to another, or even just, like, a little, like, combat kind of puzzle that you have to get through to then unlock one more of the map and then also as well unlocking um, their form of, uh, of a fast travel. So essentially each point that you complete unlocks more of this kind of, like, ramp track that goes from the start of the island all the way through. So you can sort of fast travel via that. Way. Um, gameplay wise initially Sonic did feel a little sluggish um, doesn't run massively fast until you start unlocking um, not unlocking but you start collecting um, these little um, characters that are within the game the, the, I think it's the Cocos I think they are I think you see them within the trailer you have to Find them throughout the island. There's quite a lot of them. Um, And you also pick up certain fruit types as well that you can use to exchange to these, like, Cocoa Elders. And you can then, like, use them to, like, um, get extra damage or you can get extra defense or, again, you can increase Sonic's speed gradually or even, like, the amount of rings that you can collect at one point. Um, and there's also like there's also a, a fast speed up mechanic as well for Sonic. If you get the maximum amount of rings that you can collect, you get this like speed up. So the when you hold the right trigger, you normally go fast. But if you have got most rings, or maximum rings, you're like even faster and stuff. For the most part, one, once I did start unlocking most stuff, and also getting skill points, unlocking more combat uh skill trees and stuff through Sonic. I did find myself strangely enjoying it for the most part. I think this probably is strangely I've I've not got too far, I've got to like there's I've got island, I've unlocked the second island. Going through there. Um when he's on the island and you start unlocking stuff and it feels more fast and you feel you've got more control of Sonic. This probably does feel like the best sonics ever felt in 3d it's
1: not difficult
2: <laughs> true there is there isn't a high bar but it does feel like they've 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 got they've caught something here which could be good if they really improve on it um combat wise i just think is again this is a big improvement over previous sonic games like literally you have this kind of a jump in a dash and that's about it but here you can got a little bit more to it you have to think a little bit more about combat as well for certain um enemy types like some just shield so you just bounce off them so you have to like cyber loop them off um, and then you can go into a combo um no so so far it feels all right the story is very dark in this one it's probably the darkest is been not that like i i can't tell if he if that's a good thing or a bad thing really with sonic but the one thing i will say also kind of graphically it does you do get a vibe at least from the first island that they have just taken some sort of like generic unreal five prop island and literally just kind of placed sonic within it um it does feel a bit off there. I think one, once I get once I've been on the second island, it feels a little bit more like the front. it a little bit more sort of personality into into that section once you get into it. Um, the popping is pretty
3: bad. What platform you play? Uh, PlayStation Five. I'm
2: I'm tolerable of it because so far the gameplay my understanding gameplay wise I'm I am enjoying it. So I'm I'm kind of it's not really distracting me but I can see for people who like at least rate this pretty low I can see the criticisms of like it's pretty bad popping. Like I don't see why they couldn't have made it at least like
3: a little bit better with it. Um
2: yeah, other than other than that, like the first boss fight that I had as well is gigantic. The you get you, you end up finding these titans in effect on each island, I think. And once you've once you've gone through uh like a challenge stage, so like each challenge stage um is like a section of Sonic's kind of past levels. Sonic really feels a bit odd here compared to the free form on the island um but you've got like four four challenges you have to complete in each one where it's like go through it with enough rings be it in enough time collect all five red rings um and there's one to get a score of ns and once you get all four then you get extra um sort of keys to unlock each chaos emerald on the island so I collected all that, and then the boss fight was 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 pretty enjoyable. Um, I liked it. The the music seems to go definitely well with it, um, as sort of most Sonic music does for each stage.
1: I think, then, I think it's about the music as a whole. Um, I no, think the music some videos, is good. like yeah. saying like Sonic Frontiers music shouldn't be this good.
2: No, no, yeah, it's um it's it's probably similar to like um Unleashed or something like that, like. Unleashed didn't get a good reputin- rep- reputation, I'm trying to say. But music wise, they've always been quite solid on that front. So um, but no like the fight itself with the time was enjoyable now essentially going on to the second island where now you've lost the Chaos Emeralds and you have to find them again. There's a story about how kind of each island has these essentially pods that seem to attract the emeralds to them. I've not unlocked too much of the story yet. It's still quite a mystery of this... um, I forgot what the uh, kid's name is, but she seems to be connected to these islands and some ancient um, civilization that was around. Beforehand, trying to explain more of the law behind the Chaos animals and what they actually are, but no, I so far I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm sure I'll get through it. Hopefully, between now and the next
0: podcast. So, question. So mm-hmm. I had, um, so one of my issues with it was like the open world kind of felt a bit empty. Does that actually feel the way or not?
2: Um. Yeah. In In effect, is. Is fairly empty. Oh,
0: um, oh. <laughs> okay.
2: Like, you you do have, like, enemies to fight, and, like, they've all yeah. got their own kind of skill set and how you have to get around them and, and what you need to do, but, like, they're quite few and far between the sort of challenge, uh, not challenge points, but the few points they have to unlock as well. Um, you also have to, on the one, well, figuring out on each island as well, there's a character that you have to... Um, collect their like soul items or something like that like on the, on the first island it's Amy I had to collect these like hearts to unlock each dialogue option each time I went around the island like she's in different spots and you have to collect so many hearts to essentially move the story forward and then now I'm in the next part now I've got knuckles so I've now got to start do that kind of thing again yeah so I, the, the gameplay itself, very, I'm fine with it. Enjoying, I, I think it's fun. Everything else, I think, could do with a polish. And I can see this being I I don't want to say this is like, oh, this is a beta test for the next game, but I can see it being like a, a jumping point for, if they made, no, like, sort of the next game in a similar style, they could really.
3: Just refine this it. to be like yeah. you
2: know, if you polish it, make things pop in much better than what it is, maybe refine the story a bit. I do like the mystery of it. Um mm-hmm. and just make like the challenge um trials as well feel more akin to the like open zone feeling of Sonic, then
3: it would be it'd be brilliant.
0: Do you think it should have been delayed?
3: Because I'm surprised it wasn't.
2: I'm gonna say no because I, I've not ran into bugs. I I think the game is polished. It's just there's a lot of stuff that they could improve upon, like the popping and stuff. Like I've not ran into bugs or glitches from that sort of point. I'm kind of happy with.
3: Mm. But I don't I don't think they would, a delay would have made this bad. Okay. So to be it? honest, I've been, I'm I've been
1: in whether to bite or not because I saw it on Amazon at 28 quid and I'm like, ooh, is that, is that about right for where it should be? But, let's mm. see.
2: Depends. If if you're a Sonic fan and you've enjoyed previous games, then I think it's worth a punt but it depends on how big your backlog is and what else you want to get through. So, cause well, no,
1: that's it. Well, War, I'm, so. So. Yeah, I'm looking at that like I've, I can get a God of War for 50 or spend 28 quid on Sonic Frontiers. I might just hold up on that for now, get a God of War outweigh, and then appreciate Sonic Frontiers for what it is because I don't want to just buy it for the sake of it and not enjoy it as it should be enjoyed I mean, it seems from what you're saying, the the first island is more like the staging area where you're learning the mechanics. So I can understand why that's kind of maybe a bit of a copy and paste job to give you that space to to fail. And then it starts having its own stamp from Island 2 by the sound of it. But it sounds good. And if you're enjoying it, that's all that matters.
0: Well, there you go. That's what we've been currently playing. Uh, if you enjoyed <clears throat> bye bye don't keep that <laughs> <in>. <laughs> if you enjoyed listening to us please consider tuning in next time we release bi-weekly on Tuesdays you can visit our website at jokingdolphin.com where we post the Hall of Fame also feel free to follow us on all social media platforms to continue the conversation you can find Joking Dolphin on YouTube and Facebook as well as on Instagram and Twitter at Joking Dolphin until next time thanks for listening goodbye
1: goodbye goodbye see you in two weeks this time